what up? Welcome to the first Ape Audio Podcast. I'm here with my two pals, Patrick and Ian. What's up, guys? How's it going? What's up? How's it going, brother? Pretty good, pretty good. So, uh, what's the struggle that we've endured to get this shit set up? Let's let's, let the audience know. Two months of fucking hard work. Basically just trying to get internet set up and getting this nice little... uh, Accessory going here. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Three hours of irony. <laughs> yeah, so so w- we laid this green screen out on the table. Or these two laid the green screen out on the table. I just bought it, it was and very kind of you threw it right in here. the door and then left. And <laughs> <laughs> apparently they, they spent three fucking hours ironing that shit out. Dude, and it was the worst on this fucking table. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm pretty sure this table's pretty warped by now, but it's all good. That's the job. Cool. So, um, basically, what what we want to talk about today is uh, what we want to do with the podcast and what kind of content we want to bring to you guys, the listeners and the watchers. Um, so, I guess I'll just start with Ian. Like, <laughs> when we when me? we first brought this idea up, it was kind of just nothing. It was like, hey. You listen to podcasts? Yeah, I listen to podcasts. Yes. You want to do a podcast? Okay. What yeah, do you want to like do it on? Music. <laughs> Pretty Basically, much. That that was like the the starting point for us. But like, what what did you kind of envision from that moment to like where we are now? No, just you know, I'm always talking to people about music anytime they're in, you know, this space because it's such a creative space, and yeah. uh, I guess, and you know, this is what we do musically here as well. So. I just needed to talk about music and kind of thought it would be worth recording because the conversations are always so fruitful, right? Between like everybody, like there's always good conversation as long as people are into it. And I've heard music podcasts before and uh, thought it'd be a good idea to just, you know, kind of start documenting all this kind of stuff, all these talks. Uh, There's this one called, I think it's called Dissected. And they basically just take like songs that you've heard like a million times and they just like kind of like go into the nitty gritty with like theory and like production and like all that kind of stuff. So it kind of just gives you like replay value cool. over like songs that you've heard before. Yeah. So it's kind of like much. genius for people who are actually nerdy about music <laughs> and don't just yeah. want to ambiguously dissect lyrics and just make shit up. I don't know. Some of those genius annotations are pretty fucking good, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, so what did you see from from like? What what's your goal here? Like, what are we trying to accomplish? Um, I'm not entirely sure what we're trying to do here, fellas. I'm trying not to spill beer on my sweater. <laughs> I think uh, just getting out to the local music scene is a pretty good start for me. Just getting to know people around here, getting to get your feet dirty a little bit. Hell yeah! Nice. Yeah, that's kind of like the big thing for me, like. Um, I, I listened to like a couple photography podcasts and there, there was this one host that was just like, they basically said the most fulfilling thing for them to do was interact with their community. Because like, if, if you try to grab onto something bigger than that, like right off the bat, it's probably just going to piss you off. You're not going to accomplish much. You're going to feel like you're kind of just like spinning the gears, but not really getting anywhere. So I thought it'd be really cool for us to kind of get in touch with the local music scene, which is a thriving one, but it's not one that's super well documented or like 
documented at all. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Like, unless you're right in it, chances are you're not hearing about it, you know? So I think this is a cool opportunity if we're able to grow this podcast to uh, get some eyes on the scene that yeah. normally wouldn't be checked. Expand the network a bit. Yeah. I don't even hear about shows unless you tell me. Yeah. Like, I don't know anything that's going It's on a weird scene. niche, and it's crazy because, like, the Tri-Cities is full of amazing musical talent like i yeah of all styles too yeah yeah (laughs) it's wild but like just nobody can really get a foothold because it's just a small niche like if you know you know and if you don't you're not going to hear about it kind of thing you know what i mean like it's not like we have huge venues for people to go play at like right now the the shit that uh have hope is doing and uh tri-city hardcore and like the shows they're putting on at harmony lunch is like yeah. it's a definitely a good start because like you can put on a show at Maxwell's but chances are only people who are like frequently going to concerts and shit are going to show up at that places that kind of place but when you you have people performing at Harmony Lunch which is like a staple of Waterloo and has been for years yeah, and years and years part of the culture. it starts it starts getting the word out to people who wouldn't normally stumble across that kind of music you know yeah and like i watch videos of performances at harmony lunch and the crowds are wild like there's a really wide range of people that show up there people i wouldn't ever expect to see like it i'm sure you guys remember going to shows at the schwaben all the time back in the day like there's a pretty specific kind of crowd that would hang out there yeah (laughs) yeah yeah. emo is fuck (laughs) yeah yeah. scene bitches all that yeah (laughs) but but that was a like a great roots thing to happen and it, yeah. it's, it's an awesome thing that like a lot of us share yeah. and it kind of st- well i think, I think it, that's uh, the harmony shows and stuff like that it's kind of like showing the that there's still like a flame you know yeah for in sure. in that but yeah sure yeah but it's been going pretty strong you know the harmony shows have been you know they've been going on for i don't really know how long like it's i know of many many months i think I it's coming up on probably close to a year at yeah. this point it's half hope yeah, have hope yeah. is Kyle Wapplers. Nice. Yeah, Kyle Wappler. Yeah, doing uh, end dog death cool. crew hardcore five one nine. I think. Yeah. Yeah, the yeah. uh, death crew hardcore five one nine. I think that's what it's called, right? Yeah. Yeah, and they uh, they are pretty much just like another, I guess, like Promotions. a booking agency promotion yeah, promoters that they they kind of like run these shows together yeah at least they label that they're they're always co-labeled when they're you know yeah, putting these shows sure. up and I'm stuff not, like I'm that so. sure of like the exact semantics of it like yeah i'm more aware of and have been involved with like have hope like knowing kyle for so many years now and seeing like what he started have hope at and like where it is now is just like absolutely wild to me but it, it's yeah. like the perfect example of like if you just persevere in this scene, like you can, you can really get a foothold. Yeah. Do you remember five one nine punk.com? No, I don't. That was such a Tell us, website, man. tell us about five one nine punk.com. You would go to the homepage and it would just be like these random shows that were coming up, and then there was just a little forum on the side, people just selling music equipment and shit. <laughs> cool, nice. That sounds awesome. Yeah. Oh, my first wall had a loft there. Ooh, I assume it nice. inevitably has died at this oh, point. Yeah. yeah. Well, maybe it's still up. You never know. Some old forum, you know, some old formatted <laughs> online. I forum. love stumbling across shit like that. GeoCities. GeoCities. Yeah, man. Oh, oh my god. Yeah. Pixo. All the classics. All the all the hits. Pixel shut down, didn't it? I 
probably. I assume some other live journal. Them. Live journal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had a Pixo site and I was pretty proud of it. I, I literally just grabbed like all sorts of CGI desktop backgrounds and plastered them all over this page that could barely load anymore because <laughs> it took up so much fucking RAM. Take up all the bandwidth of <laughs> <Yeah>. this site. <laughs> all the girls in high school would have those websites. Yeah, it Pixo. So, so stupid. Why do you think I made one? Because. Because I was all the girls in high school. You were? <laughs> <laughs> he was all the girls. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty interesting. Yeah. They should bring them back. Girls? No, Pixo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I want there to be a, a, a renaissance, if you will. I want to go back to the old ways. I want to I wanna have a MySpace <laughs> theme song that when everybody comes to my page, it just plays like some Bring Me to the Horizon or some shit like that. Yeah. Or just even go more back, Neopets. Hell, yo, Neopets is still... It's still kicking? Thing. Oh, yeah. man, I didn't even know yeah, that. It is. Just just like Homestar Runner, I check in on both of those websites like once a year. I check in and I go, okay, they're still here. Wow. Everything's right in the world. (laughs) (laughs) As soon as it goes off. (laughs) I don't know, dude. That's what I'm I'm unplugging the cord. I don't need internet anymore. I don't need any technology. When Neopets is dead, my soul is also dead. (laughs) (laughs) the funny thing is i never really played it like i i I played it for like maybe a month and realized that it was just like super garbage like there's way better things to get involved with yeah so anyway i think uh fuck neopets i think (laughs) i I think we all decided that we want to uh let you guys get to know us a little bit throughout this episode and we're going to talk about kind of like what inspired us to take take our music to where it is right now and the sh- the kind of stuff that we listen to and how we got to a point of listening to certain genres and artists and whatever yeah um, that's a good word. little icebreaker little yeah, musical a little, icebreaker for yeah, you yeah yeah i want to let you in we want to let you in <laughs> so who, who come in does anybody want to start like do you guys have any like super cringy Musical memories Rose from like Act. when you were a kid, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, you went to see them. So we're made out of Pepsi Taste Challenge. At oh my god! Oh, shit! All right. <laughs> to go what? It was fucking weird, man. So you met like the non-animated. Yeah. Oh, what? I am Simon, and this oh, is my life. <laughs> Dude, it was so <laughs> fucking weird. <laughs> oh my god! And I was standing like right beside the stage too. You were just kind of like, what was the audience like? Like, do you, uh, do you recall? Dead. Dead. <laughs> so they were just kind of like, much. sucks to be you. I know. <laughs> just everyone just kind of swaying a little bit. So because of the show, you just went like, I never need to listen to these guys yeah. again. I, um, I saw some girl from elementary school at the show was it just you by yourself at the show no my or, like mom. your mom went with you yeah i went with my nice mom. nice it's, yeah i think it was grade four that i went I saw juliana gomez there you remember her? i have no idea and then she was like did you guys high five no yeah when we went back to school and i wasn't listening to them anymore she's like you're not a real fan oh that's wild don't prozac shame me yeah and then 
then finger 11 happened after that so oh dude punch a chick in the face. That's, def- that's definitely a huge <laughs> did you go with your mom as well no my dad this time Ooh. Nice. went to london damn that's, that's a trip a, that's a field trip <sighs> uh i think my my first cringiest music experience was um okay so i i had aaron carter on a cassette tape and i used to build forts and listen to aaron carter all the fucking time <laughs> how these forts they were pathetic oh. <laughs> what were they made of just pillows i would take just like pillows. like cushions off of a couch no and i yeah. basically i would just basically make a structure like in a nook shook it would just go straight up one pillow on top, and I just throw a sheet on top, and I just sit inside and listen to Aaron Carter and it play the original just... Game Boy. Christian, we can still hear you out here. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, I had I had a, a huge, huge cassette player, and then just like these tiny, like you know those crappy headphones you get that have like that aluminum band that yeah. go up over top, like and they like those. they crush your ears in so fucking bad. Yeah, I used to bump Aaron Carter off of that shit. How's the sound quality? Pretty good. I I can't. I, I don't even know. Probably do have, awful. Do you still have the tape? No, I don't. I think oh, it's. Man. I think at some point I stuck my fingers inside of it and just. <laughs> oh, you started. <laughs> was it out of malice or were you just you know curious like oh what is this I doing? I think I was just like, curious uh, and I wrecked the tape and I was like oh shit my parents are gonna fucking kill me if they find this thing. They're like thank so god. Destroyed Aaron Carter. <laughs> oh shit! I thought they would have been pretty happy. They're like oh my god he's finally been listening yeah, to that. Yeah. But okay so okay so like I didn't ask for this cassette tape my. Parents parents just kind of bought it for me and i didn't know any better like i was like we were super young when that shit was popular like i'm thinking like seven eight maybe it's no excuse (laughs) (laughs) i knew i knew i should be embarrassed while i listened to it yeah i had at least that that much sense of mind going on but (laughs) yeah but like my first cringy conscious musical choice you remember um crazy town come yeah. my lady come come, come my, my lady, lady. when okay. that song came out and it was playing on much music i was like hell yeah this is the greatest <laughs> fucking song i've ever heard in my life and i begged my parents to buy me a crazy town cd and uh they we you posters too. no they i didn't end up getting the cd or anything we went to the store and it has a parental advisory sticker on it and um not anymore not anymore at this time because this was kind of during a time when like Eminem was getting like yeah. a ton of flack on like he CNN his mom. and like Fox News, like stuff. yeah, pr- that kind of shit, just like ridiculous artist propaganda going on. So, um, <laughs> did you know he took his ribs out? <laughs> so basically, my mom saw the the explicit content rating on it and it was just like there's no way in hell you're getting this crazy town cd and I, I, i'm pretty sure like on the drive home the, the song came like butterfly came on on the radio and my mom's like i love this song and i'm like god you fucking damn it mom this is crazy town and part of me is so glad i never was purchased that record it was a blessing in disguise i don't know any other crazy town song and i'm kind of glad i don't but um, I, I did complain about it a lot that they refused to buy me that record. Um, so the following year for Christmas, they said, okay, we'll buy you. Uh, it's worse. They're like, oh. okay, we'll buy you uh, any any record you want. If it's got an explicit rating on it, it's fine. Like you, you can pick it up. And I'm like, oh, this is tantalizing. You know what I picked? You know what? Okay. And th- this is another group 
that Jesse McCartney was playing close. Ashley Simpson. No, no, not Before at all. four. Not at all, not at all. Damn. So this was another group that was playing all the time on Much Music. Swollen members. Oh <laughs> shit! I asked for a swollen <laughs> members CD. I also only know one of their songs, <laughs> and it was amazing. I listened to that shit on repeat for like the song or the album, the whole album, for like probably two years, and that was like the only CD I had. And both my parents hated it. They're like, "This is the worst music we've ever heard." Except there was one song with Nelly Furtado, and they're like, "Hell yeah!" I think it's called "I'm Alive." Why is she always saying about being alive and shit? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, we get it. So that's like that's like my low point. So I think that's a good good like starting point for my musical journey is like that's rock bottom. That's wow. Yeah. I'm pretty much in a in a similar boat. I think it was uh first first <laughs> conscious CD purchase with like just asking my parents if they could buy me it was I think it was YTV's Big Fun Party Mix. Oh. And you know, just watching shows on YTV, you know, getting into like the, the kiddie kind of anime stuff. No Dragon Ball Z, of course, was you know, too violent. But, you weren't um, allowed to watch Oh, Dragon no, it was not allowed. Well, it was, yeah. I would, you know, you'd still watch it when they're asleep Can or I whatever. Can I pop in with a quick anecdote oh, here? Go for it. So, me and my brother used to watch Dragon Ball like every Saturday or whatever when the yeah. new episodes would air. And <laughs> during the theme song, which I, as far as I understand is different in Canada than it is in the rest of the world. Nobody else has the Dragon Dragon Ball. Dragon Ball Z. Nobody <laughs> really? else has that. Yeah, the intro is different in it's the rest strange. of the world for some reason. During that intro, me and my brother used to try to go Super Saiyan. So we would all we would just stand in front of the TV and we'd be like shirtless, like a bowl of cereal in one hand, like pajama pants on, and we'd be like <laughs> We'd be going like purple in the face. I can do it. Yeah. <laughs> it never worked. Uh, uh I might have got some grays. <laughs> Anyway, go on. I think, yeah, so just around that time, it was purchasing because, you know, they were always advertising it on their network, yeah. of course. And I think it was with, like, Pat and Sugar. Okay. Remember that high-pitched yeah. uh, lady? Yeah. And then Pat, who's Sugar now Lynn on... Beard. Holy what? Sugar Lynn Beard. Sugar that's Lynn her, her Beard. Yeah. I believe she's All a right. voice actor now. All right. Sugar <laughs> Lynn Beard. Let's go with Sugar. <laughs> Show me Sugar Lynn Beard. My no, you don't want to see but, her. <laughs> okay. She's a cutie. My mom despised her voice. Yeah, yeah my I mom think, used to be like, uh, she doesn't really sound like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I bet your mom doesn't really sound like that either. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But anyway, so um, I purchased this CD. I think that was one of the first ones. And there was just all these random like offshoot boy bands that like Hell got yeah. picked up by a major label, but never really probably put their money into marketing. They just put it into a dope sounding record. B33. <laughs> I think I, there might have been an S Club tune on the, the Yeah, first definitely S Club. Um at that time were they doing the nuclear donkey song? Yeah, they did the donkey sneakers, remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so like on, on YTV's record, yeah. they uh, on every iteration they would do this thing. I think on every one it was just called like the nuclear donkey something or other, and it was like the two hosts would do a song together. Yeah. Donkey it would, sneakers. It would, it would, it would kind of like parody like the super popular genre of the year so like sometimes you get a rap sometimes you get a like rock poppy rap one. yeah Ooh. sometimes you just get like a pure pop song yeah it was now you get now you get trapped and there would be like <laughs> what was there any yeah, good, was there trill. any memorable 
tunes on the record? Um, S Club one for sure, yeah. and the Donkey Sneakers one. Yeah, and yeah. Um, I, I actually remember listening to like the specifically the Nuclear Donkey tunes more than the rest of the songs yeah. on the album. Today <laughs> is Friday. I wonder if you yeah. can find that kind of stuff on YouTube. Oh, guaranteed. You can find like old episodes of The Zone because I went to go oh check it out because I was like. What I basically wanted to check out is like, is Carlos still doing the zone? Yes, is he, he is. And then I looked it up. I was like, he's still doing and he the zone. Age. Yeah, I know. He, he looked, looked he aged from the fountain of youth. <laughs> it's literally they just laminated him, and they were like, okay, <laughs> this is how you. They stay have him down. kept in like a hyperbolic time chamber, so he's really going at ultra speed. But they played in slow motion. Yeah. I Speaking of YTV, do you remember when their website kind of started to like rip off of like Newgrounds and they started putting up like all these flash animations? Yeah, and, and like, like games and yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I used to pop off on YTV.com all the fucking time. <laughs> what, like in the comments? No, 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 no. So, oh, was, you were like, I you would were... like wreck the high scores and a ton oh. of games. They had these things where like it was kind of like a little floating robot. And you could, like, customize it. Like, you would have, like, a login, and everybody could customize their own little robot. And they would show, like, different codes during shows. And I would, like, run to my parents' desktop computer that was slow as fucking dirt. (laughs) And I would, like, have to remember the code in my head. So I would say it (laughs) when it would show up. No, I never had had the, the forethought to do something like that. So I would see it, and it would be on screen for about four or five seconds. And I would start just repeating it and running through my house and just saying it over and over and over again. <sighs> I'm waiting for like, I don't know, nine minutes for this desktop to turn on. And I'm still just yelling this code over and over again so I can finally slap it into YTV.com. And my robot gets like a new pair of like antennas or nice. some <laughs> ridiculous shit like that. <laughs> Fuck. Even back then they had cheap upgrades, really shitty upgrades. <laughs> but you didn't have to pay for yeah, exactly. That is true. I wonder how it is now. I wonder if you go on websites now, they're like, get the ultra tennas for the ultra tennas. No. Oh my man. god, those websites five new Carlos animations where it's like, I just right click, turn off your ad blocker, and I'm like, I'll turn off your site. I don't care for the news that much. You right click and uh, hit inspect, view page source. Yeah, damn, you boys are on those hotkeys like hot cakes. Yeah, even though even though you can do that, I just close the website. I don't support that shit at all. <laughs> oh, that's true. That's true. Um, yeah, so I, I definitely owned like four or five of the YTV records. I remember one of them had the hamster dance. Ham- oh. Hamster dance on it. Oh my hamsters um, are damp. <laughs> artist was a uh, Hammy the hamster, I believe. Yeah. Should have been Hamtaro. Yeah. But I don't think Hamtaro had like made it to North America when it did. Out. Yeah, it was on YTV. No, I know, but was it when that specific YTV album had come out? That I era. I don't think it was. No, I don't know. Much music. Much music, yeah. yeah. Big shiny tunes. And then uh, now they're, they're still making them. And There's t- like big now. shiny tunes, like 339. <laughs> One big shiny tunes for it's every like day Final of the year. It's like Final Fantasy. Almost. It just doesn't fucking stop. They're just like slowly throwing in like their own self-made songs. <laughs> Check out my mixtape. Yeah. <laughs> it's flying. Yeah. Um, okay, so now that the hot garbage is out of the way... <laughs> Do you guys do you guys remember like the first record you picked up or somebody gave to you or whatever and you you kind of like started to think about music in a different way like it, it really piqued a different kind of interest in you 
offspring Americana. Nice. Americana. Nice. I brought it to elementary school in the third grade, and Robin Barker. Ah. He uh, saw me pull it out of my knapsack. Didn't have a CD player or anything. I just was carrying the CD for some fucking reason. And uh, he saw me pull it out of my bag. And he tried grabbing it from me. And we got in an argument. And the teacher started yelling at us. And she told me that I could never bring the CD into class again. (laughs) (laughs) I thought it was going to end in like a wholesome story. Like the teacher popped that on. The whole class started clapping (laughs) for me. It ended in blasphemy. (laughs) Robin Barker would bring this little plastic snare. And he would just sit outside during recess and just beat the piss <laughs> like just do like rudiments and shit that's yeah, so dope so though yeah I wonder what he's up to. probably still playing, playing drums there just room. playing that <laughs> one plastic snare <laughs> yeah he's still <laughs> some say he still plays it this day <laughs> he's still just sitting outside of the elementary school yeah but now <laughs> um, <laughs> so like Children. what about that record piqued your interest i don't know i think it was just uh yeah, That's for sure. Thing. The Offspring always had some really poppy, cool album art. Yeah. yeah. And then, obviously, I think um, Pretty Flat for a White Guy was on there. And how could you not like that song back in the day? It's true. It's true. Certified banger. Yeah. I, I remember my dad downloading that song on Napster. Ooh, <laughs> Damn, your dad on Napster? My dad, my dad showed me Napster. Like, yeah, my pop showed it to me, and I was like, I don't understand this. And he was like, you can just download music. I'm like, but don't you have to pay for that? And he was like, not anymore. And then, That's like, a couple months later, like, Metallica brought the lawsuits down. And my dad was like, I should throw this computer out. <laughs> like, it's going to blow up. I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, I'm afraid I'm going to get arrested. <laughs> yeah. And he was 100% serious about it. That was a lot of people, though. That was a lot yeah. Oh, yeah. of people. Oh, yeah. Like, remember, remember when you were a kid doing that? And when you were a kid doing that, you were like, it's going to be like that scene where, you know, the FBI, like, helicopters in and, like, yeah, breaks your dude. window. And, like, yeah. yeah. Using fucking bear share and Kazaa and Limewire and all uh, Azuras, the yes, fucking blue man. frog one. All yeah. this garbage. Frostwire was the, was the last nail in the coffin. The yeah, but they 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 were necessary for what we use as like torrents yeah, now. Like that that was the original peer to peer networking. It just wasn't efficient. There was, or there was watermarks on everything you downloaded. Yeah. 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 Oh my god, it was so brutal. I loved when you would get like a, a recording that somebody did through like a vacuum of like a radio station for like a song and you're like why would you upload this what yeah but it was like it was like weird crossover shit I guess from like when our parents were younger you would find like a weird dude in town who would give you like a bootleg mixtape that would have that kind of shit on it you know yeah. and he would like give you like a catalog and you could like pick songs and he would like make you a mixtape or whatever huh and then once peer-to-peer sharing became a thing though that same weird trench coat dude was like uploading his crappy bootlegs up on i gotta make somebody off of this yeah Yeah, like there i I can't think of any off like the top of my head but there are certain files you would download on limewire and it would just be like titled the name of a song but it was like some other artist there was a nirvana one and um i think they called it half the man i used to be yeah, that sounds about right. And everybody, you talk to anybody like in our age group now, and they they know about that song. Yeah. And there was like a couple ones where like the song was actually dope, but there's like no way you'd ever figure out who the artist Dude, was. There was this, there yeah, was one that I would always download. It was um, it was some song about Zelda or something, and it was labeled as System of a Down. Oh like, yeah, The Legend of Zelda. It was called The Legend of Zelda or something I like that. Or, that yeah. Too, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, wait, yeah, those weird, weird little uh, peer-to-peer well, like, anomalies. Um, yeah, a couple, 
Well, when we were first starting to set up the podcast, I showed you guys that System of a Down song that's not on any records. And the only reason I had stumbled across it originally was because it just came up on like peer-to-peer services. I didn't have the option of downloading a whole discography in one go. You had to click on every single song. Yeah, remember the days? Uh, well, I remember the first time you were able to download a discography. That was yes. insane. It was too much power, man. Yeah, I would go through like these bouts where I would just I would listen to like I would download let's say black sabbath's discography and that's all i would listen to for a whole year yeah Just one year of yeah. sabbath really? yeah i yeah. swear to god I would download mr crowley <laughs> <laughs> i think that actually is like what kind of for me made, gave that big musical like maturity mm-hmm. kind of like tipping point pivotal point uh for me was being able to download discographies because i was you know, you were get you had those MP3 players that was maybe like 128 yes. megabytes. Yes. My parents and would you only could only have 64 meg. Yeah, so you could only like have 20, like 28. So songs. you basically, yeah, you're like two CDs worth of songs. You better make it a good fucking mixtape. And yeah. then when you're able to just download a whole discography, and then you know the iPod started coming out, and then but it was from that little selection on those small size MP3 players that I was like, yeah, oh, yeah. now I can get a discography and, of each of those you bands. Would, like, pass and pass them like, off to your friends and he would like pop in his headphones. You'd like show him a song. You'd be like, it's song number 103. And you'd have to like <laughs> click next. next. Like I had some like RCA thing and it wasn't like, it was like a calculator screen basically. And you couldn't just like choose the number you wanted to go to. You had to, do it like a CD, basically. You had to go through every fucking yeah. song until you got to the one you wanted to listen to. Yeah. And I had a catalog in my brain. I knew where every song was at. And it, it's, it's pretty impressive. it was a pain yeah. in the ass. But yeah, it was like one of the first MP3 players that came around. I begged my parents for it. I think it was only 64 megabytes, and I, it probably cost 200 bucks. <laughs> my dad Jeez. would make like, um, WMA CDs. I think it's um, another... I think it gets compressed more than an mp3 oh yeah. really so you can fit more onto a cd there would be so many fucking songs on these CDs. is there like artifacting on the music like does it lose quality probably severely it's like 64 kbps <laughs> when you hear like that when you hear like the bits yeah, you yeah, literally yeah, hear the yeah, bits <laughs> there's like things <laughs> yeah yeah it's, just remember on like a nine hour trip to chicago i was just listening to one cd the whole time it was fucking crazy dang um I think my first experience with some music that kind of like piqued my interest in wanting to explore stuff that was like way out of the realm of anything I would be able to listen to like I don't know we we, we only had select radio stations around like KW and it was kind of you had like Z103.5 just playing like club bangers and some hip hop like late at night or you had like 102.1 The Edge but there wasn't there wasn't any way for me to explore anything like outside of that really um like youtube wasn't a thing yeah um my my uncle has like a massive cd collection and for i want to say it was my 11th birthday him and my aunt made me my own mixtape like they just picked out all these songs that they thought i would like and one of the songs on there was uh um around the world by daft punk nice and I don't know what it is about that song. Even to this day, like I could just listen to it over and over and over yeah. again. Like it's it's such a good groove. But I heard that tune, and I'm like, I need more of this. I don't know what this is. I had to ask my uncle what it was, and he was like, Oh yeah, this is Daft Punk. They're crazy. And uh, then I started exploring like some ele- electronic music, like French electronic music, like that. 
and I think that was like the first time I really wanted to get my hands on like some music that like my parents didn't listen to and my friends weren't listening to and that kind of thing. Kind of like being a little hipster about it. It's like, yo, I yeah. got to check this shit out that I found. Yeah. Man. <laughs> but I was so young at the time. Like and how then, old? Uh, maybe like 11 or 12. Oh, okay, okay. And then I remember asking my dad if I could go through like his cassette and CD collection and just like try some stuff out. Because like prior to this age he was like don't touch my cds like you're gonna fuck them up or whatever you're gonna scratch them yeah don't, yeah, don't touch the walls either which, which yeah don't <laughs> touch the walls either um and this is when yeah like napster was coming around so like a lot of his music collection was moving to like a purely digital like virtual storage and he was like yeah i don't know if i'm gonna use these cds again like have at them like look through them so i was pulling out stuff like um he he had nine inch nails downward spiral in there and oh your dad yeah 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 there's a lot of shit you wouldn't expect my dad to listen to in his collection yeah definitely some nazareth in there um that's where i first discovered that there was a version of red hot chili peppers that existed that wasn't so melancholy and sappy as they were when californication came out yeah he had he had their self-titled record and uh the uplift mofo party plan oh which are shit two like ridiculously badass punk yeah. rap records in their infancy yeah with uh halal slovak playing on guitar and um oh yeah uh, chad smith wasn't their drummer at the time like it's a, just a really different sound and something that you wouldn't really get from any other band and like i listened to those records and it blew my mind that some dudes were making music like this and they decided to stop making music like that <laughs> you know but, but they took it in a pretty sweet oh for sure for sure but i didn't understand that when i was like that young i was just like why would you stop making music like this yeah. it, it took me until i was maybe 14 or 15 when i started like really wanting to learn about the bands that i was listening to to discover that they kind of inspired like a huge movement and they were like pioneering a new sound even when they transferred away from that kind of original music that they're making so listening to stuff like that added like levels and layers to the music it wasn't i wasn't just taking a song for its face value like i was beginning beginning to become interested in the artist making the art yeah the yeah. artist making the art and that's when i i asked my parents to pick me up uh like a guitar my first guitar and what kind of guitar did you get a fender squire damn Stratus. no black <laughs> I still have it, and it's still, to me, the nicest sounding guitar. It's kind of like, I don't think I'm biased. I think <laughs> I just worked it in in this type of way that sounds really nice to me. And like, I, I, you learn like the characteristics of your yeah, instrument. You know, you learn how to feel. Yeah, like, like I could go pick to, up one yeah. of those things, and it would feel like really rigid and weird to me. Where you would go pick it up, and you'd feel super comfortable. I have a, a similar a uh, Strat that's, model. That Silver Boy. No, it's the uh, it's one of my first ones oh, yeah. over there, like my very first one. But it's got no strings. But uh, okay. it's like Strat, like Squire Strat. But it's not a Strat. It's a Behringer. Oh, okay, like yeah. even the cheaper model, but still is the job. I, um, so I've just had that Squire. I've borrowed hundreds of guitars from people. That yeah, that's time. that's all I've ever used. Holy oh. Fuck. Jeez. How dirty is that fretboard? Oh, it's nasty. This thing <laughs> is beaten up. But I can't, like, I'll I'll borrow other guitars and I try other guitars and I'm just like, I go back to this shit sound. 
because there's something about it that just like has a characteristic that I can't find. It's got that mojo, else. baby. Yeah, it's got something special. And uh, people always make fun of me for it, and they like come over and look at my guitar, and they're like, "That's a nasty fucking thing. You got you're working. Why don't you buy something nice?" And um, I I discovered that Jack White actually play or his favorite guitar is a plastic guitar he picked up from Toys R Us when he was young as yeah, well. Yeah, so weird. And he was just yeah. like, "Yeah, there's like this sound to it that you can't get anywhere else. Like it's it's pretty unique." And I always I always question it, but. I don't know. There's just something about it that I love. That's cool. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> yeah, I love that. You, yeah. Yeah. And you, you look at the guitar and you'd be like, oh, that's Christian's guitar. Like, it's just beat up in this kind of way. Like, there's, like, carvings and shit in it from over the years. Like, stickers that have rotted away on the thing. Like, it's just, it's seen a lot. That's cool. I feel like there's, like, those two different kinds of uh, guitar like the instrument people who like the instrument themselves mm-hmm. like those kind of people because mm-hmm. there's people like yourself who you know like has the one guitar and it's just that guitar means something to them and you know those guitarists in a more like famous kind of aspect have always had that same like signature model forever yeah, sure. but then there's like other guitarists who just like are always collecting guitars and they're always you yeah. know they're like they're almost like watch collectors it's about like the craftsmanship yeah, sure, of like how sure. delicate everything is part of it, but it's kind of cool that you know i think part of it is like of i'm not a super technical player i don't know a ton of theory mm. but i have a good ear so like i know how to work that instrument to yeah fit me you know where i pick up another inst- uh, another guitar and like it just it's not going to work the same i can't i can't work it as quickly i can't do techniques that i've developed in in my own head and like in my own practice you know what i mean well, it's also cool because like that guitar not only is just comfortable for you but you can rely on it to like bring out ideas yeah, exactly. that's really cool exactly. is there a reason why you didn't get into like music theory aspect of things um i started taking guitar lessons and <laughs> my teacher was like tabs no, he was like, <laughs> he, he learned call to basically, guitar. basically, he was like, you have two options. Um, we can get deep into theory or you can learn to shred and you'll get pussy. <laughs> and I'm like 12 or 13 and I'm like, let's shred. So yeah, he just, he literally taught me to read tabs and I was like, oh, that's it. Like, this is, this is all you need to know to like read music. And I, I was so like naive at the time. Yeah. So then I just stopped taking lessons. I was like. Okay, now uh, I know how to read a tab, so like I'll go do my own thing. Yeah, but then, yeah, yeah, but I Shout was never somebody bro. who was fulfilled playing other people's music. Like it was fun to like play a riff or something from a song, but it didn't give me any satisfaction. I wasn't the kind Damn. of guy who was gonna go in front of like, like the school and play like covers for them, and like everyone's gonna geek out because you can play like some Sum Forty One or Blink One Eighty Two or whatever. Like it was fun to see how those players played but like it just wasn't for me so i would just sit there and like tool away for hours and hours just writing like riffs and licks that sounded horrible until Jesus. wow that's exciting yeah, maybe <laughs> wow next time buy some better stands <laughs> that just uh, happened that's like i used to but I, I used to be obsessed with learning other musicians songs and shit I yeah all i would focus on and then after this one terrible August Burns Red concert. Oh, that's the one that changed music for you forever. Yeah. Oh, what happened? Dude, it was just a they just bomb or? Yeah, I guess. And I, it's just a very strange environment. I was uh, not in the right state of mind. Okay. 
I was just noticing a lot of shitty things. Interesting. And then it just, the night just kept getting worse and worse mm-hmm. and worse. And then it got to the point where I'm just standing there watching my band. I'm like, this is, I don't want to be a part of this anymore. Wow, that's wild. Yeah. That's and it's wild. crazy because. And then I just like stopped opening Guitar Pro. Yeah. All of that shit. And then I just like tried going off and figuring out guitar in a totally different way. Just fucking. That yeah, that was a yeah. It must have been like a you know like uh like an ego loss you know almost yeah, yeah, with sure. like your music like, identity. It's yeah. It's a, it's a strange path to go down, but do you think it's a rewarding one or? It's if you stick to is it, it. Is it a kind of take it or leave it kind of situation? I don't know. At the time, I was just like really questioning everything. I'm like, do I even want to play guitar anymore? Mm-hmm. That show really fucked me up. Yeah. And it's weird because you were the guy that got me into metal. Like that was my, I guess this is time for like my portion of the story, but you know, like my breakthrough kind of pivotal musical moment was getting into like really heavy music. Like I got into bands like Tool and like Nine Inch Nails and stuff that kind of like got me from like the pop punk kind of angsty teen side yeah. to like the more like edgier, like, you know, kind of like society's doomed, like kind of just nihilistic. You know, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. And then, yeah. you know, Especially when you're 16 Everything's listening to that. Death. Yeah. Which then <laughs> slips into the kind of scene kind sure. of phase with yeah. uh, metal and you were getting me into that. And I remember we used to always like drive around in your car at high school and you were just always blasting like Bring Me the Horizon like back in like the Pray for Plagues days. Yeah, August yeah. Burns Red. Yeah, when they were actually uh, sick. <laughs> yeah. Parkway Drive. Um, all those bands. And I remember you were just blasting them and I was like, I don't listen to this. But then it's like... I feel like when you get into like, I feel like those pivotal moments of when you start to like understand a certain kind of music and start really wanting to like, you're addicted to getting to know it better. That yeah. like style is yeah. you just are listening to some artist at a certain time at a certain place. It's out of your control and then it just clicks and then you just, That's I don't so know, it just kind of happens. Like, I always, yeah. ever since I met you, like metal like that was just like quintessential to who you were are yeah i guess and it, it's funny to have only met pk like a couple months ago and now i'm finding out that he's like the reason oh yeah he's yeah he is the reason shit. and then we went to that concert together that august burns red concert yeah and i remember just on did the way home together <clears throat> we did was he just in silence <laughs> oh we were because well, we, like we were, i remember we were driving home and it was just you know like kind of whatever like oh we should stop somewhere to eat oh, and then you know just kind of rolling and then you know what i don't know how i feel about that show and then it was just like, what do you mean? Because, well, because, like, some people, you know, you get that post-show kind of high, even yeah, if you're a listener or a yeah. performer. Where it's like, go, that was the best yeah. show. And then I love this fucking band. Exactly. Yeah. And like, <laughs> That's how I was going into it. I'm like, this is going to be the Yeah. Best. And it was yeah. cool because remember Architects happened to surprise, be a surprise opener. So That's it was dope. like, it was fucking lit. Mm-hmm. Everyone's enjoying the time. And then they came on. And I yeah, think it was, <laughs> yeah, I don't know what, what happened, but uh, I think some people were kind of talking about like, oh yeah, the show was sick. Remember when they did this or yeah. this? And then you were, you're just kind of like, like, you know, I don't know. Because I remember you one. It's funny. Yeah. That show, I had a ticket for it and I just decided not to go. I did, and I didn't even have to be there. I, d- I don't. E- I can't even listen to August Burns Red anymore. Like, there's a whole like little section of metal like that where I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, it's so aggressive and like kind of promotes. But they're Christian. It fuck off. Promotes like this. Look crowd, at you guys are dying. Or promote promotes these fans that I'm just like I don't know if I want to associate with these people 
Like they're kind of dickheads, you know. Uh, I think it's just looking at the negative parts of like the scene. Like that's kind of every scene. There's always like a there's always the shitty snobby, not even snobby, just kind of like the douches the of the ones. yeah the pretentious ones or something. Well, I like guess that. I'm the pretentious one for not wanting no, to. No, I don't, <laughs> no, no, no. Please, I don't mean that. I mean, uh, I just kind of mean that. There's always those kind of people to like nitpick out of the crowd because they kind of ruin it forever. Like like people, and I think there's different people in each scene for that. Like for example, for me, it's like I get it. Like metal shows, like moshing is part of that, but sometimes it's just you know. Sometimes it's just like, all right, dude. Like we don't have there's, to mosh during moshing, the ballad. There's moshing, and then there's like yeah, just like if I get too close, you're gonna fucking knock me over. Yeah, yeah dude. <laughs> yeah. Like moshing's supposed to be a harmonious bonding experience for an audience, yeah, like. Important. It's okay if you get, like, chucked to the floor. Somebody's going to pull you up. But there's been, like... I went to go see, like, Exalt at the Wax. Yeah. And, like, the crowd was, like, trying to kill people. Yeah. <laughs> but some shows like, like that like, are crazy. Like, the Every Time I Die show I showed you. Yeah. At the Wax. Anyway, sorry. Go on. I don't know what it is about the Wax. It brings out the yeah. the best in people. Those pillars in the middle of the crowd, they're like, someone's going to run into this Yo, pool like, and fucking I went to die. See, uh, Death from Above there. Uh, oh, oh, dude. Damn. It was the coolest fucking show like i never thought i would get the chance to see a band like that that i had idolized for so long play in such a tight and like romantic venue you know that's cool i was always like if i go see them i'm gonna have to go to toronto it's gonna be a bigger like sound academy or whatever to see them at the wax and be like you're packed in there right with the band yeah damn this is cool how many albums did they release at that point this was uh for their comeback or right before their comeback. Like the most recent one? Yes. Oh, I damn. Went, I went to London to see them. Okay. It was like some fucked up winter storm. I was like trudging through the snow to get to the fucking venue, but it was sick. They're uh, surprisingly very good live. Amazing. So tight. saw them. I wish I so tight. Actually, you're, you're a Woman, I'm a Machine was the first album that I bought with my own money. Because I remember watching Blood the, on Our Hands. Is that the pink? Yeah, 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 with the elephant, yeah, because they had one before that, like an early EP, which was like an orange cover, yeah, and they had like short hair, and whatever. yeah, yeah. Those records, I actually never purchased them. I went to the Kitchener Public Library, the off branch in St. Mary's High School, <laughs> jeez, and I rented those albums so I could rip them onto my computer, nice. and I only picked them up because I liked the album covers. I didn't know who death from above was like i'm sure some of their tunes had gotten played on the edge but i probably didn't pay much mind because you know the edge has been like on a pretty crappy downtrend for a while i yeah. stopped taking them seriously when they cut alan cross's programming um, yeah that was a little uh, maybe a couple years back yeah years back um yeah i borrowed the records and then ripped them <laughs> and put nice. them onto that garbage mp3 player probably and yeah, that was my like first experience with DFA, and to to this day they're still like one of my favorite bands. Yeah, they got Those that energy. Shred. Yeah. Mhm. Super different. I'm okay with it. This thing is so fucking different. Yeah, they actually just dropped um a, all the demos from uh, "You're a Woman, I'm a Machine" last week. I forgot. Really? The oh damn! Yeah, it's on Spotify. Huh. I'm gonna download that right now. Yeah, it's cool. Um. The vocal, the vocals are really deep in the mix, like really quiet. So it it's essentially like sounds like a live performance. Oh, definitely, probably just like you know, like a jam yeah, hall or something where they just multi-track just recorded it yeah. for a couple channels, maybe like a couple drum mics only. Yeah, 
Yeah, it's cool. And there's such it's so cool how like they provide such like a crazy energy and they're a two piece band. Like it yeah. just yeah. Oh, is that what it is? Okay. Um So after you guys kinda got like so you had the offspring, you had just kind of the whole metal core movement as yeah. it was happening, like I kinda just like threw myself in that like right. inertia of okay. that. Yeah. And that's kinda been like the past decade or so. Yeah, I kind of went with the motions of like what trends kind of became more, you know, yeah. prevalent stuff like that. But okay, yeah. Oh yes. Yeah, me as well. I was right in the the I was same such age range. A fan of them, man. I was constantly playing them on my my dad and uncle would bully me for listening to system of a down like i would have my headphones in and they could hear like surge singing and we'd be like i don't know going to like the family christmas or whatever and i'm just listening to my ipod blasting system of a down and my dad and uncle are like (laughs) angels die yo can i interrupt with an anecdote though um it reminds me because my cousin was driving me from my house to his house in toronto for christmas and i was listening to blink 182 in my walkman and he puts in tool this was kind of before i started getting into metal and i just because he put on uh like eulogy with like the and then i was like what's this and he just goes this is real music. <laughs> and, then, and, then, and then that was pretty much it. But anyways, that's hilarious. Yeah. Well, did you think it was real music? Oh, yeah. That's when I pretty much got like obsessed with Tool okay. in high school. And then after okay. that was kind of metal. But it was like strictly Tool for like two years. And then it was like metal. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. I didn't start getting into like Tool and tunes like that until I started smoking a lot of pot. And I was just like, <laughs> I need I need something to just melt my brain like Meshuggah and Tool and shit like that. And like... Uh, this is when like Adam Reinhardt and I would be like sharing a lot of music back and forth. Nice. So like, I'd discover something weird. He would discover something weird. We'd swap them. It was just like a lot of be- really bad music, but <laughs> a lot of really dope music too. I didn't start listening to Tool until like after high school. Interesting. Yeah. With Tool, kind of came everything like Deftones, Nine Inch Nails, like that whole '90s alt scene and even like the kind of weird like electric stuff like skinny puppy and like stuff like that if you kind of remember they were doing a yeah. bunch of like remixes of like there's skinny, kind of a, a skinny puppy CD in my fucking work truck at John's nurseries. Oh it's so weird. Yeah. yeah. what the hell nice that guy's got some bodies <laughs> yeah that guy <laughs> that's yeah, insane sure. that's yeah. insane yeah. uh yeah for me system of a down was like huge turning point grade seven grade eight for when shimmy. i started to yeah shimmy I, I used to listen to cigarro <laughs> all the time like i was just like this is the heaviest thing i ever heard these lyrics are weird as fuck but this is the heaviest shit i've ever heard in my life and then that's kind of started to branch off i i started to get into like some thrash metal but i i started with like quintessential thrash like i went back to like listen to slayer all the time and then i moved forward to like lamb of god and started getting into like some new thrash kind of bands i um i got made fun of in my grade nine music class by no names <laughs> and um 
Yeah, he was making fun of me for listening to Nirvana and System of a Down and shit. And then what was he listening to? He's the guy who got me into Under Oath. Like, all of this... Well, it makes sense why he would make fun of you, all, but I get all it. All of this different, <laughs> like, metal. And I, I just abandoned all that other shit and just started getting into Under Oath and all that fun stuff. And Under Oath never back. really took for me, specifically. Unbelievable. Because the first thing I saw was Christian metal band and I went that, those two don't mix even though even though <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> no no even even though we were at like Catholic school and shit I'm like yo fuck all that shit fuck religion that shit makes no sense I believe in microbiology <laughs> I believe in myself, and I was like man. and I, I even knew that like Under Oath and August Burns Red and like uh, the dozens of other Christian metal bands that were actually pretty banging didn't really have that much religious content in their lyrics i just like refused i like protested like i'm not gonna listen to this i don't care what they sing about or like how hard they are i'm just not listening to it i saw under oath in grade seven at a taste of chaos concert with the used and my chemical romance and kill switch and Gabe. wow that's a dirty lineup yeah, jesus had, i just had no idea that i actually saw under oath then he brought it up in grade nine i'm like holy fuck that's crazy that's kind of funny i had that happen with uh, a band as well recently i went to go see um streetlight manifesto perform hey, and this was i want to say maybe five years ago or so and they had um what's that group um uh, shit Okay, so they're from Toronto, I believe, and they have a female vocalist and then a male vocalist, and the male vocalist sounds like Oscar the Grouch. You would have heard him on the radio. Oh, My yeah. guns and ammunition. That's what he sounds like. Shit, oh, I, I, uh, I think they have a month in their name or a day, a day of the week. Dallas Green. No, it's not Dallas <laughs> It'll it'll come to me anyway. They're massive now, <laughs> and at the time they 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 opened for Streetlight and performed like um, kind of like a couple like duets with uh, Streetlight Manifesto. And I was like, dang, this guy's voice is annoying. <laughs> and then uh, yeah, maybe a year or two later, I heard the voice on the radio, and I'm like, no, yeah, I, I still don't like their music, but. Uh, Oh, July Talk. July Talk. Ah. Uh, yeah, I was like, I still don't like their music. And I. it's kind of weird that I saw them perform. <laughs> but they were just nobody. I don't even know if they went by July Talk at the time. Or... Yeah, they, they were yeah. talking July. I remember just, uh, I, I was there with, I think, my buddy Kurt. And I just looking at him and going, does that guy sound like a salty sea captain to you? <laughs> Yar from fucking Simpsons. Yar. Fisherman's friend, boy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I can't imagine that working well with Streetlight Manifesto. Um, well, unbeknownst to me, I had bought tickets for an acoustic Streetlight Manifesto show. Wow. So I, you're expecting the whole I'm big band sure, thing? I'm pretty sure it was sold as just Streetlight Manifesto, so and something might have happened where like the there? rest of the band couldn't show up. Was it, just acoustic guitar? it was Toki, like their their lead singer. And uh, the drummer was there, and a bass player, and I think that was it. Like there was like no horn section or anything. Wow, that must have sounded different. It was super different, and I was the driver, so I couldn't drink enough 
to get into it, and I've never been a huge fan of acoustic sets. Well, I'll never listen to this band again. <laughs> um, I held it in because the other people I went with loved it. Like, they're totally down with that kind of shit. But I was I went in expecting to, like, skank around and, like, listen to some fucking ska for the yeah, night. And for sure. it just wasn't that. And I, I don't mean to knock on acoustic shows. They're, they're pretty cool. Like, want, a- Alice in Chains Unplugged is fucking wild. And Nirvana's Unplugged set is pretty yeah. wild as well. Yeah. I'm going to be going to a uh, to see The Contortionist Thursday. And they're doing a two-hour set, which one they're just kind of doing their regular catalog. Mm-hmm. And then afterwards, or maybe even before, they're going to do like a whole redone, like soft kind of acoustic chill Ooh. set Are of like... <laughs> yeah, of course. I'll be like, "Hey, I know you guys have to do a tour, but can you just Stop can you just quick? detour an hour?" How many times have here? you seen the contortionist there? Oh man, so probably like the third or fourth time. All right, so you can use that as your ace. I've seen you guys four times. You owe me. I basically paid, <laughs> I paid for your hotel. <laughs> I know you guys only earned like a percentage. Not yeah. my parents' couch. I I have this nasty couch in this studio that I got. place. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are all gonna sleep on it. <laughs> But uh, yeah, seen them a few times. They've evolved huge since like the first time oh, I saw them. When they were like sure, a like sure. tech death band kind yeah. of, with a few core elements, and then uh, then they got a new vocalist and they really chilled out. And you know they kind of went like slightly more like of a more like rock kind of vibe. Yeah, and with the metal still. But then now this new album is just totally cool, chilled out. So it's gonna be cool to see what they can provide in terms of like putting that sort of new mindset aesthetic on their old songs which are I want to I want to know if they'll do it I want to know if they'll pull that out because they said they're doing like a reimagined set so I don't know if that means like songs that they have just recently put out or if that's going to be like more widespread in their repertoire so I think we're all kind of sitting around like maybe grade nine grade ten grade eight with our where we're at yeah musical story i would say so do you guys just want to go from like how did you go from there to where we are now i think that's a pretty logical jump like was there was there any big defining bands or sounds uh i think it was just just kind of get you know the more because when you're younger and you're getting into like this music that you kind of only listen to Mm -hmm. it's because you got a lot of energy Mm -hmm. and i think that kind of plays out in what kind of music you're into like metal or you know just like high energy like band music And then I think as I got older um, and I started getting more like the production aspect of things, I was kind of just more interested in like discovering like different like textures, like sound wise. And I think the kind of whole thing of being into like, you know, maybe even like Nine Inch Nails and like those kind of that kind of stuff kind of played into that because then I started having more of an open mind towards electronic music Mm -hmm. because whereas before I was just like. It all sounds the same, blah, 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 blah. Oh, and yeah. then it, you know, because that's when you're not into a genre, and then kind of going back to what I said about having that one moment that it just clicks for you, yeah, and it's out of your control when or where that's going to be, and it just happens. You're listening to a song, and you're like, I get it, and then that's when your kind of self discovery of that's happened. So it's kind of been like that more with just, uh, because I've always kind of been into like hip hop music, yeah, but I guess it's more now that you know hip hop and pop are kind of like meeting at mm-hmm. their ends again yeah because yeah. before you know like four years ago the whole pop uh wave was kind of built Set around crescendo well it was built around more of like the edm kind of yeah, like okay, style okay, whereas yeah, yeah, now yeah. it's kind of in yep. more hip-hop with like the sure. backbeat i guess sure. so now that's kind of giving me a more open mind to like mainstream music mm-hmm. and pretty much just i don't know i guess just over the course of from high school until now 
the self-discovery I've kind of met with myself is that I've pretty much just kind of had more of an open mind towards everything. Thanks to getting into production because it kind of just lets you understand like what makes a good song rather than like yeah yeah the you know all these like image based things behind the music so to say it's not like the image sure. of the band I, it's I just feel like, like it's like you almost take a step inside the artist's mind yeah or inside the song and you see it from the inside out as opposed yeah. to looking at it from the outside in you have more empathy you, for the music you get affected by how this artist portrays himself publicly or yeah like just all, all the shit that really shouldn't cloud your your judgment on which music. he used to huge like i'd be like oh, oh yeah. why are they dressed like that why are they well and, and then i'm thinking about it now it's like i don't fucking care what they do like you can't <laughs> the artist you can't associate to, i have no clue what they look yeah like. you can't associate the art with the artist like i know i'm going kind of going off of like music but imagine you were living in like van gogh's time mm-hmm. or imagine if like the van gogh i think it's some sort of steak or some sort of cheese no Anyways, she a stripper um, imagine being in Van Gogh's time and then just hearing kind of like, oh, did you hear in the news today? Van Gogh cut off his ear. You're like, yeah, I'd probably expect him to do that, but he still makes great art, but yeah. he's fucking yeah. weird for yeah. cutting <laughs> off his fucking ear. What the fuck? You think anybody's being there being like, what a brave move. <laughs> like, no, it, I just can imagine like the collective mindset would kind of be like perturbed by that. So I think that kind of translates now in a more like tame way with like, what artists say and stuff like that or like how they dress or like the kind of behaviors they have but i've kind of learned not to associate myself because sure, sure. it's just kind of been the test of time it's just like you shouldn't associate that yeah for me it, it's a it's it's fun to get in and hash on an artist and just like rip them apart yeah but i'll still listen to the tunes i'll still listen to the tunes yeah not about takashi i'm not yeah. a fan of his music but that that's like maybe when maybe that, you should go to that, jail that and is, find out if that you is do. the hip-hop adjacent pop rap that I'm just not interested in. It's not yeah. saying anything I want to listen to. It's crazy because, like, when I think about someone like Takashi Six Nine, like I don't listen to him at all. Mm-hmm. I couldn't really even name like one of his. <laughs> I couldn't really name one of his lyrics, but when I look at like his view count, it's so high that it's I'm like, crazy. it's running up against it's like crazy. all the top runners, and you're like, yeah. I never hear this on the radio or anything, or maybe I just don't pay enough attention well, to it. But I know his voice sounds like he's got a very, you know. Yeah, his voice stands out in today's music. It's very like aggressive. It's kind of yes. For me, it's just like I'm pretty far removed from a lot of mainstream stuff. Like if if I want to see some mainstream stuff, which on a Friday night I want to have a good laugh, I'll go to YouTube and I'll type or I'll go to like the trending page and just look at it. And I'm like, I don't know what any of this is, and I just start watching it, and I'm like, oh, Takashi, whoa, this is wild. This kid looks nuts and this music sucks <laughs> <laughs> and then i just go back into like my my recesses like my world where i control the media that comes in yeah and i think it just comes from being a poor person i can't afford cable i don't really listen to like the radio while i drive around and stuff so like i don't i'm not influenced by a lot of mainstream music and it just it has no way of reaching me <laughs> yeah i don't know what it was about like it's not that i'm like gonna you know go in my car and turn on like the local you know like virgin radio station yeah, yeah. but it's the more beat. it's more like You're not popping on it's the more beat. like i understand yeah i'm always popping the beat you know let's support local radio you know uh, um but I'd, I'd rather listen um, to the college station no yeah. definitely or no because like well pretty much the main station i have on my cars is jazz radio 91.1 mm-hmm. just pretty much has have that because it's perfect for every situation especially when it's raining it's just like playing smooth jazz in the rain is just yeah I, uh, who knows maybe maybe we're living in my coma fantasy right now you know how i get around all this uh, the day i bought my car 
Ryan Gesso gifted me NWA's Straight Outta Compton. Nice. And I popped it in my CD player, and it hasn't been out. So, like, if I say say I'm in a, some area where my data runs out and I can't be running my Spotify anymore, yeah. I just switch to that CD. And it's day. driving Lauren. It will drive her insane. She'll be like, I can't listen to this. <laughs> I'm like, why not? She was like, it's the 8,000th time. I know. That's me with CDs in my car. And people will be like, oh, is this this CD that you've had on many times before? I'm like, yeah, I just have like basically 20 CDs and I just cycle them all just constantly. Are they all in like horrible disarray? Like you pull it yeah. and you're like, this boy ain't working. Or you, or you pull it in and then you have like three CDs in yeah. one case. <laughs> you're like trying to stuff it in I there and trying to let it close. Like <laughs> yeah, exactly. Spotify changed my fucking life. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. I feel like I I am okay with it in some sense, but it also upsets me because I used to hold like this library of music on my hard drive yeah. that was just massive and like I had stuff that you can't find anymore as far as I know. Like I'd have to yeah. go on a very specific forum to ask for somebody to pull a copy of certain tunes out for me. So I lost a lot of that migrating over to Spotify and just even artists that I've forgotten the names of, but they would like come up on shuffle and stuff. Yeah. Like that. I feel like there's some art lost in collecting music. But you also Definitely. But it's music. Yeah, at but hand. I do discover a yeah. ton of music because of Spotify. Yeah. That's why it's like a double edged sword for me. Kind of oversaturation at points. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. There's definitely points where I have to just take a step back from checking out my discover and my release radar and just go, I should listen to what I have here because there's albums that I know I went, wow, this album's great, but I've only listened to it one time and now it's a year and a half old and I haven't returned to it. So like often I'll just click like my songs and I'll scroll back to like, I don't know, maybe a year back and I'm like, oh wow, I've totally forgot about this one. And I start listening to it and you like rediscover artists within your own library. Like um, the Vince Staples album that came out, then so much that's been released after it, it just... You still listening to it? I'd like to, but no. Oh, I, I listen to it at the gym like every day. Really? It goes so fucking hard. Really? <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> I feel like I need to keep up with all the releases that are coming out. I'm like, oh, this is fucking sick. I li- yeah. This is the taste for the week. Yeah. I'm really bad for it, especially like hip hop is a genre where it's just like churning out yeah. stuff yeah. so often. Because like. Hard. You can be one guy. You can be one guy and make a record in like a month or two, right? Mm-hmm. You can produce all your own beats. You can, you, just, you have a mic. You just rap into it. Like it's it's pretty easy, but has a high skill ceiling. So for that reason, you'll see every single Friday, ten, eleven, twelve new records yeah. coming out, and I have to choose. Even if there's, I want to listen to every single one. I have to pick and choose because yep. it's just too much music to go through and there's stuff that get gets lost in the turnstile you know like the next week hits and i haven't listened to everything that came out the previous week and i'm like well sorry guys yeah these six albums go by the wayside some of it doesn't sound that different from another project Mm -hmm. it's like it's all got the same kind of sound to it it's kind of boring after a while oh totally totally there's there's a lot of artists that I keep my eye on, and then there's ones that I hear being hyped up by the industry, and I go like, I'll listen to like a couple songs, and if it sounds just like everything, like uh, the Migos solo projects is a big example of that. Migos. Big example for that for me. Hunter Stew. We're like, um, 
Offset puts out his project and it sounds just like the Migos, except it's missing the other two members. Exactly. Like, this is just a worse form of what you guys were already doing, which w- uh-huh. isn't that appealing to me. I'm just going to... I, I can't knock that. I can't. And even that. kind of going back to Vince Staples, like that's a good example of like branching yeah. out from your super group and just everybody sounding totally different. And you can kind of see how Actually, like Vince every- Staples is not part of Odd Future. What? He's just Odd Future adjacent. Tyler, I don't think Tyler wanted him in it. I think Earl tried. Well, the more I oh, know, probably because I did. Uh, okay. Yeah. T-I-O. No, he, he's just Odd Future adjacent. He was always hanging around Earl and Tyler. Oh, okay. Because they had some songs part. featuring him, yeah. so I thought always thought oh, he was yeah. kind of. I could see that because, uh, kind of as far as I understand, as far as I understand, uh, most of OF is not straight edge, but they're not involved with gangs and shit. Where Vince Staples was involved with the Crips, so. yeah, <laughs> he went hard in the paint. Yeah, so I, I could I could see why Tyler uh, probably wouldn't want him hanging yeah. around. It's like we want to say crazy profanities that really offend people, but yeah. we don't want to be involved. Well, in any, he's building know, a brand, right? No, and it, it totally and it totally worked, and even yeah, in juxtaposition with the whole movement of like political correctness, and like it's just crazy yeah. how he managed. It was they perfect managed, timing. Too. It was like, if that yeah. shit came out now. So do you they think they would it, get stricken yeah. down to the ground? Yeah, they they came out like kind of right before it became yeah. a little bit more taboo and yeah, yeah. profane. Just at the tail end of like the mixtape era, where everyone's uploading the Dap Piff and World Star Hip Hop. Oh God! It's just a mixtape website. It's like Audio Mac or anything like that. MP3.com. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Shout out to MP3.com. Yeah, if it came out any later than that, I don't think you any of those members would be as successful as they are now. Yeah. Um, so like, how did you guys, I know, I know we all listen to like a lot of hip hop now. Yeah. What kind of like sparked that for you guys? Um, for me, it was grade five at Adrian's house. Adrian Wojcik? Yeah. Sorry, I shouldn't be name dropping, but. Everybody's just like fucking, his parents and everybody's just smoking weed and smoking cigarettes in the house. And then Hell yeah. Sounds lit. the influence comes on by Eminem. <laughs> Perfect. During grade five, hearing that for the first time, we were like, Jesus yeah. Christ, yeah. what is he saying on this album? And then I went home and I downloaded the shit out of it. And uh, yeah, that's just like where I began my journey of hip hop. And I don't know. There's, uh, I guess, Notorious kind of brought some stuff out for me. And then I just went on this weird rampage of just trying to find better hip hop. Yeah. Okay. What about you? It was YTV's Big Fun Party Mix. Uh, no, I'm just <laughs> kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, it was when, Carl, um, when uh, Sugar busted those hot rhymes. Yeah, when Sugar put down those bars, those sweet <laughs> sugary bars. Yeah, sugar bars. And uh, anyways, but it was, um, yeah, I think it was kind of like Eminem. I think I remember my brother or myself going to HMV and buying Encore by Eminem. Nice. Yeah, and then... Uh, no, that is the one with. Is it the one with that's like that on it? I um, I, I was never a big. No, it's the one fan. with like Mockingbird and stuff like that. That kind of that weird like. Just, just, yeah. Just, just, just. Is that that sad boy shit? <laughs> it was. Remember like Mockingbird. On, bro, remember the song. Everyone. 
Get upset. Oh, Haley, I know you miss your mom, <laughs> and I know you miss your dad. <laughs> Use a way too many napkins. Oh, God. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I think it was just uh, Eminem and 50. Oh, yeah, 50 Cent and Get Rich or Die Trying. I remember my brother had a burnt CD in one of those booklets. Yeah. And it just said 50 Cent, Get Rich or Die Trying, and, you know, never really watched it on much music. And then when I kind of, you know, heard, like, In the Club, and, like, yeah, it's just yeah. those hard beats. But listening to it on shitty iPhone, uh, iPod uh, headphones, so you're not hearing any bass, yeah. and it's just, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. blowing them. And, Did you actually yeah. like 50 Cent? At the time, I think, but I was, that was even, probably before I even started getting into, like, heavy music, like, Tool and stuff, it was, it was that stuff. It was just, because I was just kind of getting whatever was in, like, the house or... I don't know whatever I could get away with like I remember even like initially like we were on the way to like camp one time with my family and they had like a Shakira CD and I just put that shit into my Walkman and started listening to it I lived it listened to it for like two days straight speaking of um, grabbing random music that's just sitting in your vehicle my parents had a a shaggy (laughs) nice shaggy cassette yeah and I used to play it all the fucking time and <laughs> yeah, that, that's just some weird shit. Um, <laughs> he recently released released the CD with Sting. It's fucking weird as shit. He's Dude, like sounds. He's always coming yeah. up on my release radar. I don't know why. Did you see the album that he made with Sting? No, I don't want to. Yeah, you do. I think you do. Um, it's great. Yeah. So like Fifty Cent, Fifty Cent. I I listened to Fifty Cent, but I always just felt weird about it because I can't. I didn't relate to gangster rap at all. Like it just Yeah. I was like I'm a white kid. I'm like 17. How am I yeah. listening? I can't listen to this. Like I can't play this in front of any of my friends. They're just going to like laugh at me or whatever. <laughs> I remember playing Yeah, I'm not into club. Uh specifically into club. I remember playing it on my computer. I got the speakers cranked up. I'm like, "Dang. These Y'all beats really knock." Yeah. These beats really knock cuz Dr. Dre knows exactly what's up. And my parents were, like, getting ready to go to some party. It was, like, maybe a Halloween party or something. And the line comes in, uh, something, let the motherfucker burn. Yeah. It's, like, some line in in the club. And my mom's like, (gasps) what did he just say? And I said, I don't know. And she's like, I think he said motherfucker. And my dad's like, did he say motherfucker? And, uh, like, no, he said mother. He said, he said mother. I don't know. And they're like, well, what the fuck are you listening to? I'm like, you just said fuck. Like, it doesn't matter. We can say what we want. We're you your parents. You can't listen to this shit. <laughs> and then I, I scrubbed all gangster rap from my Damn. hard drive for like a long time. Cause I was like, I was like, well, I don't want to get yelled at for music I want to listen to. So it's just easier to get rid of it. <laughs> That's when the YTV Big Fun Party mix came out. Um, so. Yeah, Hip hop didn't really. Uh, Hip hop didn't Look really get reintroduced to myself to to me for like a a fairly long time, like maybe four or five years after that, because I I would just hear like what they played on the radio. I'm like, it all sounds the same. Like I don't get it. Money, bitches. I never was really like attached Let's to get lyrics. Poetic. Yeah, I. I like maybe yeah. that's why I let it slide. Anyways, yeah. for me it was like I, I was used to l- listening to a lot of other music where the the lyricist was like true po like truly being poetic. Like yeah. they're writing meaningful lyrics that like touched me, and I'm like, wow, that's really cool. And then you listen to like gangster rap, yeah, that's getting played on the radio, and you're just like, oh my god, yeah, like, it's so vapid. Like 
it means nothing. <laughs> yeah, that was a weird era too, because like considering like gangster rap has been was around before then, and yeah. the, the the kind of like culture of the lyrics was like, you know, it got turned into like a caricature of what it used to be. Kind of, it was more. It was I, I kind of see it more of like a story arc. You know what I kind of mean? It's like you see the okay. beginning, and it's like we're struggling. You know, like shit's fucked up. Hey, people, listen to us. Like things are going on right now, and then when the 50 cent kind of G unit era took on, it was like, okay, we're in a good spot right now. We're making a lot of money. You know what? I have no shame in showing this off. Like, I want to show you guys like where I'm at right now with like, you know, what I've earned from like this struggle. And then now it's like past that. It doesn't even need to like, you know, you know, I kind of know what I mean. Like before it was like, before it was talking about more of the struggle then kind of after and like the G unit era was kind of more talking about like, I struggled. Now look where I'm at, and then now it's kind of not even about the struggle. It's just kind of like now this. Just like, look at all this shit yeah, I look at all the shit I got, and there's a, there's a little bit more depth to it depending on the subgenre. But I guess that's like the the that's beauty of the right. subgenre. Hold up. Apparently, we should turn up PK's mic. All right. Oh, <laughs> I got a, a news bulletin, a news flash. Well, thanks, guy. Is this better? We'll find out. It looks better over there. Um, Thanks, I'm lost. I lost the train of thought. I was just talking about the whole gangster rap because you were saying it's you know oh, it was yes. kind of a caricature of itself, and then I was saying it was kind of like Warm a story, story arc. Yeah. In terms of the collective mindset, because that sure. was a, you know, that was a genre we saw that came out of nothing. You know, yeah. we were and we were been around for the the whole. Well, most I mean, of. most of we were born in the early '90s. We were, you know, we could barely even like. Understand. We missed the Grandmaster and all. That. Yeah, we missed all that stuff. The kind of more uh, PG, like hip hop era. Yeah, yeah. In order for it to get to the mainstream, but I mean, hip hop is kind of. I don't know. It's just it's it's such a huge huge genre now that um, I think just the kind of like lyrical content in it is you can take so much from it, but from the origins of where it was, like it's. Yeah, it was hard to relate to. It was hard to relate to, like, being younger yeah. and just, like, the lyricism of, like, gangster rap and what it was. Like, although it was, like, yeah, you know, call it what you will. But it was, yeah, it was definitely hard to relate to it. Right, right, for sure. Mac Miller yeah. definitely brought some, uh, definitely brought some nice shit from, like, Good AM, Go OD, whatever the fuck you want to call it, to, um, Swimming. Yeah. Pretty impressive music. Yeah, it's wild. <laughs> His evolution's pretty crazy yeah. too, but it's cool because like I never really listened to much of him until like after he passed. Yeah. But when I went back into his discography and listening to like what was on like Kool Aid and Frozen Pizza, yeah. and hearing that, it's like because the because the first thing I really dove deep into was swimming, mm -hmm. which is yeah, that's that's the, the be opus, all end all. Yeah. And um, and then listening to something like Kool Aid and Frozen Pizza was like. I can hear all those, all the potential, and it's yeah. so cool yeah, to yeah, like yeah, hear yeah. all the potential come out of that because it's like you know what I, he was trying to I'm get at. But envious of you being able to like take it in the way you did, because like for for I guess PK and I, well, I don't know if you listened to him like back in the day, like I did when his his kids mixtape came out um, and Best Day, um, but I went like <laughs> I kind of figured he would just stay as like this recluse like i'm gonna smoke weed and 
that's all I'm going to rap about all the time. Yeah. And then it just like every record that came out, it like grew up with me. So it just like took on this weird life of its own where when swimming came out, like I was like, holy shit, like this is one of the best records I've ever heard in my life. Wow. And then dumbass goes and dies. Yeah. Well, (laughs) and I'm just like, I, I was, I was so gripped by that record that I was already like anticipating what he was going to put out next. Cause I was like, is he just going to keep getting better and better and better? Like where, like yeah. most artists will have a plateau, yeah, and it comes a lot he sooner keep... than what Mac Miller did. Like he has a lot of stuff. Con- yeah. He has a lot of content released. A lot, a lot of, of content. similarities between like Good AM and Swimming. Mm-hmm. They both kind of start off the same way. They both kind of progress in the same style. Mm-hmm. Pretty interesting. I was just listening to those two records the other day, and like the intro songs are both the same. They start off with like a piano, just him kind of rapping and talking, and then it just like keeps developing into this crazy song i think was dang on dang was on um the uh feminine the divine Divine. yes yeah with anderson yeah uh it was just really different i i don't it's not that i don't like it it's just it's not like a replayer for me like I appreciate it for what it is, but it's not one of those records that I'm going to go back and like put on all the time. <laughs> Interesting. We're like swimming. Oh yeah, I do. Interesting. I don't. I just skip over that shit all the time. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> it was definitely like a step out of like the trajectory that he was kind of taking, but I feel like it was a necessary step to kind of go like, "Oh, this isn't being so well received." Maybe I'm yeah maybe maybe i'll go back onto this path which is totally fine and i appreciate artists that do that as opposed to releasing same old same old yeah one after another you know i'd rather have them do that and just hell yeah yeah otherwise you're not really progressing as an artist like uh, i think like kid cuddy might be a good example of this like Hmm. man on the moon one man on the moon two are fucking great records and then a whole lot of hot garbage but very different (laughs) hot garbage from one another and then Finally, he gets together with Kanye and Kid See Ghost comes out and that shit is just like wildly amazing to me. I never think to put that shit on. Ooh, it's so fresh. Kid See Ghost? Yeah. See, I never really listened to much Kid Cudi either until Kid See Ghost. And I kind of like tapped into like, you know, some stuff on Spotify just from previously just to kind of like hear where things kind of And did you just listen to all his bad music? No, I didn't listen to all of it, but I just kind of heard it and I was like, it yeah like you said there's a lot of drastic movement but yeah. i think it's probably he was getting the because you know how like you ever seen the genius video i think it's genius about like day and night like the how the whole yeah. beat was made and you know was like that, that like beat really something? no it's like some um i forget what the relationship is with the beat producer but uh that song really like kick-started his career yeah and i think when you're an artist who doesn't really know what they're doing mm-hmm. and a, and and your work gets bigger than you, you skyrocket yeah and mm-hmm. it's almost like the entity of like what the uh, how f- like how far the music is propelling you you're not really ready for it so that when you're like an artist and you're you know your ego is kind of fed with all these people like watching you and listening to you and admiring you you're thinking like well it's my creativity mm-hmm. that is worshiped mm-hmm. so i'm going to try whatever I want and then you go down that route and sometimes you know 
you're not as experienced in those specific routes, like traversing through those routes that you take, you know, weird turns on these paths and you kind of go on dead ends and people are like, people, people, and people get that though. People like as much as like some people are listeners and they don't really know music well, (laughs) as long as people are like, people are listeners and they might not know music well, but like, I feel like a lot of those people still can smell like bullshit, like out of music. And that's kind of a, cool thing about you know music is like you don't have to be this aficionado of it to 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 be with the collective and you know if it's if it's good or not yeah yeah so i think we might have a uh, special guest here all right uh i think we have an esteemed guest taking a step in so we're just going to take a quick little break and then we'll be back yeah
What's hey, up, y'all? We're back, and we're joined by our esteemed and special guest, the Bing Bong Bowl. The Bing Bong. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us about your Bing Bong. Oh, I don't know what it's actually called, but the Bing Bong is based on this. Uh, <laughs> just fucking exp- head explodes. Wow. <laughs> bing, bing. Wow. That's quite the fascinating bowl you've got. Now why do they call it that? Do you think the sound would be the same if you're eating ramen out of it at the same time? <laughs> it would probably sound more like. <laughs> uh, that sound. Yeah. With a subharmonic pitch. Hey, ASMR is hot now. Yeah. 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 What's up with what's up with that weird rise of ASMR like so audio? When I was just getting into Twitch streaming, when yeah. I was playing some video games and shit, um. ASMR seemed to have started to like like I know it's been around for a while like yeah six or virtual seven haircut years. yeah <laughs> but it started to like really have a huge rise and like basically as soon as one white woman with blonde hair and a fat ass and big tits does something on the internet yep a million others do the same thing and that's kind of exactly what happened really <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah just like hmm. some fitness model started doing ASMR and like, I don't know, a hundred thousand people dogpiled into her stream, and that was all she wrote. Wow, <laughs> it's it's funny how like ASMR even relates to like like porn and stuff like that, you know? Yeah, well, it's it's funny to watch people defend it and go, no, it's not a sexual thing. Because to me, somebody who's, I, I feel uncomfortable listening to a- ASMR. Yeah, it's like not it, pleasant. Yeah, it's not pleasant for me. It's not relaxing. Yeah, I don't like listening to distur- all that noise. It's disturbing. Yeah. I'd rather just listen to some Cannibal Corpse. (laughs) 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 Um, Yeah, but to me, like, as an onlooker, it totally seems like a sexual thing to me. Yeah. I think it could easily relate to it because it's supposed to relate to or um, be like kind of like that tingle you get in, like, your neck and your shoulders and stuff like that. Yeah. It's easily like someone whispering in your ear or something like that. Yeah. And for the most part, like, I don't think... (laughs) I don't think either. Yeah, I don't think. Yeah. <laughs> Not at all. I don't think. I'm actually dead right now. Hey. All right, so part. so uh, to pick up kind of where we left off, we were going through our musical journeys from uh, smoking trash piles to having some sort of cohesive and succinct <laughs> musical taste. Um, each of us have a song loaded up here, and it's kind of like supposed to be a pinnacle or turning point for our our musical tastes and it's maybe not the exact song but it might encapsulate a period of time maybe maybe yeah where where things like really change for us musically so do you is this actually like a turning point for for me this specific song was a turning point so i'll give a little bit of backstory to it so i had always listened to things that were kind of like hip-hop adjacent i listened to like a lot of gorillas who would feature hip-hop artists and stuff like that no never so good i would love to though but those tickets man yeah (laughs) a little pricey (laughs) yeah that's steep um so they they would always have um this artist on dell who would perform as like russell's ghost and i was like fascinated with this guy's lyricism and just like the way his voice sounded it was like super nice so i started looking into him as an artist and i came across his uh original group souls of mischief 
which oh, so good. I know to like, I know he's from that. That's cool. yeah, uh, a lot of people would be like, oh, Souls of Mischief, like quintessential hip hop group. But I'm a white boy from suburban Canada. I'm not <laughs> surrounded by anybody who's exposing me to like old school hip hop like this. It's not on the radio. None of my friends are listening to it. I just kind of like stumbled across it. And through this music, like it gave me a huge appreciation for uh, like old school boom bap style. Lots of samples being used. Lots of really like nice percussive drums really slappy drums going on slap <laughs> and yeah it, it really changed how i looked at hip-hop because uh, all i ever heard was sh- just shit that was playing on the radio and right. i didn't i didn't vibe to the sound i didn't relate to the lyrics at all like souls of mischief the way they do their lyrics it's kind of like funny it's just like a bunch of guys they just play off one another it's no different than if like the four of us decided to start writing but we didn't take ourselves too seriously or anything so it's like it was a really easy and uh like low entry point for me to get into and expand from there so if you want to pop it on i think it skipped a little bit into the song so you might just have to rewind it a bit was that cab fare yeah dude all the way yeah so where did you hear this first so i church like where was the place like when it when it came on and you're like oh oh my god i was i was so my parents had this desktop computer and it was the only computer we had in the house at the time and it was in their bedroom and i was only allowed to use it for like an hour a day it's a strange place it was a weird place for a computer <laughs> but um plays the fat it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> your dad on plate? no 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 so so here's the thing it wasn't like we, that man we didn't it was so <laughs> old it didn't have an open pci lane to have a wireless card in it so we had to have it hardwired that was the only way like this is a we're talking like a dell xps from like 1994 Getting and really defensive here buddy <laughs> no, no, no! I think I think it's it's important for the backstory. It's about okay. the, it was the same color as this table, nice. nasty gray. What? Um, it's beautiful gray. Yeah, come on, man. And yeah, it had to be hardwired. And the only place we had a, a Cat Five hardwire was in the upstairs. And they weren't going to put it in my room, and they weren't going to put it in my brother's room. So it went How in selfish. their room. Um, yeah. So I heard it, and I I rocked out, and I thought it was super dope. And then my computer time was over, so I couldn't I couldn't investigate Crash anymore. Time. But yeah, you you want to let this one play? Yeah. Put it on. Yeah, hit it. I'd love to. Thanks. Thank you, man. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. And I it's, heard it's this. super simple. Yeah, it's not on any of their. I think it's on a. It's from a mixtape that never has been on like streaming platforms and stuff. SoundCloud and YouTube, and the the samples and beat is like super simple, but I'd never really heard anything like this before. Yo, I didn't know you could just snatch melodies and stuff from other music and yeah. put it in your own and like then it becomes a thing. Flip it over. Hey, in case you guys were wondering, that's Souls of Mischief. <laughs> Couple of handsome yeah. fellas right here. Do you know they're still together? Is that what they Yeah, they still perform together, yeah. Now, I haven't listened to much of, like, their new stuff, just because, um... When was this released? Oh, fuck. It's gotta be, like, 93, 94. <laughs> a long time ago. 
so now that I've said it, it's going to be horrible. A true classic. Thanks, man. It was, it was released in the year of a true classic. Yeah. Now, as you guys can imagine, for somebody who never really listened to a, a lot of hip-hop when I was younger, this is something that was, like, super chill. Yeah. And, easily digestible for me but were you like yo this sounds super chill when you were a kid or were you like this is I hard as fuck that keyboard roll and i was just like something about it really grabbed me just the way it was like riding over the drums and like the lyricism just came as an afterthought you know like i was like wow this beat's really cool and i, I listened to it probably like 10 or 15 times in a row and then i started listening to the lyrics i'm like oh these guys are just like kind of chilling and just having fun and like whatever awesome. like it's not too serious or anything like I'm, I'm not saying like this is the one song where I was just like, okay, my life is different. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. But we're going to be the same again. This encaps- encapsulates a time where I was exploring a very different kind of music than what I would normally listen to. And this was just one of the first songs, I think, that caught my attention to lead me down that path where you take like a wild turn. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Because then it went from this to me listening to like Nas's Illmatic, another like super quintessential <laughs> record that like obviously everybody in the world knows about. But for me, suburban white boy coming across that for the first time, I'm like, whoa, yeah, this is this fucking is, wild yeah. and different. Like that was like uh, Immortal Technique. Remember that? Yeah. yeah, hearing like his lyricism, and you're like, because devil. Oh, what is it? Because I was with Billy Jacobs and I raped his mom too. And you're like, oh, <laughs> yeah. and stuff they sample actual real world sounds pause the you know? tune before it plays to the next random thing yeah true <laughs> that, that's, uh, that's take it from the top one more from time. the top <laughs> that was a uh, part of why i really got into hip-hop as well just because it was like super it sounded yeah. it sounded like it was almost like um i say this because like i've been looking into soundscapes and stuff it was almost like the soundscape of my brain like the vibe of it and everything yeah, because yeah. it was like it was hype but it was also mundane and it was like, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I totally get that. Yeah, yeah definitely. And for me, too, it, it's a sound that is totally, at least to me, attainable. Like, when I listen to some of my favorite bands, I'm like, I'm never going to be a god like that. Like, that's on some <laughs> whole next level. But then I listen to hip-hop, and I'm like, well, I could find a keyboard that sounds like that. And I could make a drum sample that sounds like that. And I can find a friend to write lyrics that sound like that. You know, like, mm-hmm. it's it's there. It's tangible. It's real. Where I listen to Rush, and I'm like, yeah fucking right i could ever touch something like that it's yeah. like yeah, not even close <laughs> there's a yeah there's a finesse certain it's because it's like it, you can it's those members mm-hmm. and they're all being portrayed as themselves representing their music yeah whereas like one artist is like you know there's so much behind it yeah for sure whereas for sure. they kind of personify it mm-hmm. and it's more attainable to you whereas there's this complex this complexity of like a bunch of people yeah yeah 
Yeah, and um, <clears throat> I think uh, part of that is because it's uh, attainable slash accessible in the way like like it could be simplified like to just beatboxing and rapping on the street. Someone tries to like make like sorry um make tell you like what rush sounds like. They're just gonna be doing a bunch of like air, <laughs> air drums and whatever else. <laughs> Which is fine, but what I mean, song um, that? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like it, it takes. I was getting from excited. That, like, he was uh, getting me in the zone. <laughs> takes a lot from that like poetic aspect of like yeah, music, for sure, kind for of sure. like um, like we were talking in uh, music history class the other day about Gil Scott Heron, and, mm. like a lot of because we were talking about hip hop, because he was one of like the uh, advocates for that around that time. They were doing a lot of like kind of um, black movement, spoken word kind of stuff. Right, you know? right. Even like not too long before people like africa bambada and stuff like that yeah so i'm just saying it's like it's it's attainable accessible sure cool yeah all right whose tune is up next yo is this poppies me you want to defend it uh sure i guess it was kind of just uh, i'll just preface it with the story that i was telling before a little bit when i was it was kind of the pivotal moment of when i started getting into more like edgier heavy music because you know i think the more i think for me, like what defines heavy is just like high energy and it can kind of be subjective. Like pop punk is heavy, but it's heavy for pop music. It's pop punk. You yeah. Know? Yeah. 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 And then uh, anyway, so what I'm trying to say is just like this was more for like rock and that kind of whole thing. And I was on my way where I listened to it was on my way to uh, my aunt's house on Christmas. Oh, hey, it's oh Jordan. stop hey. the presses. <laughs> Special uh, guest Jordan here. Save some space hey, man. man. Supper. How you doing? Hey, happy late birthday to you. Thank you. Sir. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, we're all friends. What's going on? Okay. Uh, hey. Oh, hey. Evan. Nice You're hairdo. On, nice I, hairdo. What? Oh, oh. Are we live? Oh, yeah, we are. Oh, yeah, we're live, man. What's going on? Sorry, I stepped on a bunch of stuff. Okay, so we have a special guest. Uh, yeah. Number uh, two. Num- yeah, second special guest after the Bing Bong Bowl. Um, this is Jordan. He. <laughs> this is the Bing oh. Bong Bowl. Oh, cool. Oh, jeez, oh, it a ghost. Uh, this is this is Jordan, uh, the world's greatest Bill Burr impersonator. Yeah, what's going on, dude? And Tom DeLonge. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> Don't waste your time. We're playing a Blink song, right, this next show. Are you and, actually? Uh, we were practicing at his Yeah. Uh, that Aliens Exist song. We were playing at his fucking place, and there's no mic. At Bill Burr's place? At Bill Burr's place. <laughs> at Fatty's place. And my fucking, dude, my fucking, I'm going to blow my voice out, man. Holy shit. Take it easy, man. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. So th- this is Jordan from uh, the band Illicit. Uh, yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, give it up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Whoa. Um, okay, so to That's to drop right. you into where we're at right now, um, okay. basically we, we've covered our whole musical history, each of us as an individual. Oh. From going from like like for me, uh, I went from Aaron Carter up to like the hip hop that I listen to now. Who's Aaron Carter. Aaron Oh yeah, he might be before your time. That's not He's a bad a, thing. Nick Carter <laughs> from the Backstreet Boys. Oh yeah. His younger brother. Was he in the Backstreet Boys? No, he was not. But he always wants. He's like the Ashley Simpson. <laughs> yeah, 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 oh, exactly, like exactly. So yeah, we, we kind of went from like, okay, I'm six and I listen to shit, and up until okay, I'm 25 and I think I still my, listen to shit. <laughs> I, I <laughs> listen to shit, but yeah. other people are on board with that same shit. Cool. So uh, we're just playing like a couple songs that were like a turning point for us, oh. where where you went like, oh, hot damn, 
Yeah. This music oh. thing is real. <laughs> yeah. It's oh, like hitting puberty it. with music, you know. Shit. So, or even further. If you you want to play Ian's song while we yeah. kind of talk about it a little bit more? Sure. This it's, is a this is a long one. So I'll kind of say that uh, the story was where I, when minutes. I started listening to this, or where it <laughs> happened, was on yeah. my way to Christmas uh, to my aunt's house. Oh, sorry. On Christmas, on the way to my aunt's house in Toronto, and um, I was listening to Blink-182 on a Walkman. My cousin just pops this on his car stereo and a CD. I kind of like take off my earphones and i say like something like oh what is this or he kind of mentions he's like hey ian listen to this or something like that and then he's like this is good music and then i remember i just sat you there said, and it was don't kind of, waste your time yeah. on this, <laughs> no, this is just like <laughs> i miss you i miss you and i'm like looking at the snowing like you know on the highway just looking at like the yeah the old farms and stuff anyways uh yeah so this is pretty much what what hit it for me and i had those small mp3 players so yeah. i started nudging out you know like other bands like because i was really into like even like jimmy Eat world for like a little time and then yeah. i started like inching out certain artists and then i kind of inched this song in and then a few more and then okay. that's how it, cool. kinda how cool. it all happened yeah so what is this the song playing now yeah it is it's by uh it's uh tool the band is called tool oh okay it's eulogy it kind of has a slow buildup, I know, but it's just like this is the song that reminds you of like the pivotal moment. Yeah. Oh, for know? sure, for sure. Oh, yeah. Tool was definitely yeah. like a big changing point for me yeah. too. Like I never knew that music could sound like somebody was making a big old stew. Yeah, <laughs> big old stew. <laughs> like it's just it as it simmers, it gets better and better and better and better, and then it hits like this crescendo, and you just then you're eating the stew and it's fucking eating delicious. Stew, man. Maybe you got a stew Maybe going. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> carrots melting the pot right now. I think I'd like my money back. Uh, what about you, Jordan? Is there is there any like, what's like the worst shit you were listening to when you were younger? The first thing I ever like listened to that I liked on my own in okay. first grade was uh, the first Evanescence album. Damn, oh, that's a shit. bold statement. I hope you know that's out on the internet forever. That's now. right, man. The first I just um, through the I got I heard it through fucking uh, Daredevil. Okay. <laughs> that okay. Daredevil. <laughs> on the music video on the bonus fucking feature. That's, that's fucking wild. Crazy. That's yeah, wild. Fucking uh, Daredevil. I really like um, this band. I, I like this band. I don't know, man. There's so you're the type of guy who's going into the bonus features too. You're hitting this oh, yeah. double whammy here. Dude, when I was like in third grade, I'd watch all like the Star Wars like bonus feed. I watched yeah. like how they were made and shit. And yeah. Fucking the green screen, man. The, the guns and the rubber guns and stuff. And then George with oh, the so, so <laughs> jowls. How's it working the green screen? The whole movie, man, when you watch it, they have like one guy in a suit and it's all green. Yeah, they only hired one actor. The, yeah, they didn't even need a budget for that yeah, movie. Yeah. They need like 20 bucks. Um, so from Evanescence, but, like where did you go from there? Okay, so it's kind of weird. So that was like day one, right? Evanescence. And then I didn't listen to anything really in a long time. My parents always have like Ja Rule. Radio ja Rule, your favorite? Ja Rule, yeah, like, like whatever, like whatever, like hip hop was like popular, like 2003, 2004. Shaggy. Evanescence to Ja Rule? Is that it gets worse. <laughs> Evanescence, I swear to God, Kiss. To kiss, to kiss. That was my first one. I got Guitar Hero three, <laughs> oh, and I never heard yeah. that kind of music before. It fit right in here. <laughs> yeah, and then fucking oh you know, God. Kiss, and then Aerosmith. I had both their greatest hits records. Nice. And then from that, I went to. Uh, oh no, the, a bigger one than that though that stood out. That I still like to say is the first Killers record. Yeah. I still love that album. That cool. one's sick. Agreed. And Agreed. from that, I went into like Slipknot, and that was like nuts. Quite a change. I know, yeah. Just from that to that, but Slipknot was probably 
it's, it's hard, man, because like I feel like Slipknot, Nirvana, and Blank were such like huge bands for me. Um, and then act from there got me into all the punk rock stuff. But like you talking about songs, maybe it doesn't have to specifically be a song. Like we were trying to to encapsulate what this is. It might just be like a moment in time where like a specific album. Yeah. Did it for you, or yeah. just an artist, like, and you can just pick a song from that. Music that just like shifted your whole interest into being more energetic, more aggressive, more angsty, more whatever. Just kind of that next step in your life. Yeah, let's talk about the angst. Let's get into the angst a little bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll fucking, I, I'll go with Nirvana. Okay. Yeah, I'll go with Nirvana. So yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm cool, man. Yeah, yeah, for me, Nirvana was a weird one, too, because I was like, yo, before I, I really knew who they were, Kurt Cobain was already dead. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, well, his music doesn't sound that sad. Like, what happened? Dude, yeah. In utero is a fucking phenomenal piece of work. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, utero is yeah. sick. I love that one. Yeah, I have it on vinyl. Oh, so nice. fucking good. It's awesome. What was so good about it for you, that seems kind of like it's... Kinda I don't know hitting man, you in like, a certain spot right now. Like the, the, the creepy it. tones that you get on like milk it. Yeah, ding dong. Like, I don't know what he did on that album, but it's so fucking good. I get like goosebumps thinking about it. That's heroin, dude. Wayne <laughs> Staley and Allison Chains did the same <laughs> shit. There's there's a certain but there's a like certain eight month period where when you first start doing heroin, you're gonna make the best music of your life. Bradley Noel and Sublime pulled that shit <laughs> up. Fucking um. Uh, Perry Farrell in Jane's Addiction pull that shit I up. I don't know. There's something. You, you can't just blame it. You can't just say that it's. I will. I will. <laughs> it's a common there's, thread. There's and some I wish there wasn't. There. Oh, totally, totally. <laughs> but I, I think I think heroin might be the drug of the mo- most tortured artists. You know. But it's almost like super pure. Like every time you hear like some artists like bonked out on heroin, it's like. You're all, you always just like take a moment with it. You know what yeah. I mean? Like like uh, sure. for example, like John Frusciante. Yeah, like, I was just when gonna he released, bring like up. that really you know, that era where you watch like, the videos on YouTube where he's all strung out and shit. Yeah. You, like, it, it almost it. like it, it melts their their walls, their yeah. boundaries, and they're just gonna give you themselves. It's literally just, just separate the boys from the men. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. This episode of the Ape Audio Podcast brought to you by heroin. Head down to the trench coat man on King Street to uh, uh, present him with the offer code APE. Yep. Coming to now with you. 10% discount. <laughs> That's funny, dude. Cyber okay, Monday. so like, uh, fuck. Fuck. Yeah, fuck. And you're right. Yeah. 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 It's like the, the guitar sounds that he's pulling out on like Radio Friend the Unit Shift. You're like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. It's so. Most that album was live track too. Yeah. Like drums, like, guitars, bass. Yeah. They just put away those mics in like a museum or whatever. He was doing some yeah. video on it. Yeah. Like, like yeah, Michael Bay News and shit. Yeah. Like saying into it. Yeah. Pretty cool. So yeah. is that where your taste lies now or like has it branched out more? It's, I know you're a little younger than us, so like. Well, like, okay, so Nirvana was a big one for me, and that's, I swear that, like, it's pretty much all I listened to for, like, a year straight, yeah, I yeah. feel like. Yeah. And then once I got in the blank, it was kind of that same thing again, but it got me into, like, a bunch of punk rock bands. Oh, yeah. So they had that Urethra Chronicles TV, right? Yeah. And they go through, like, oh, all yeah. the, like, Descendants and Pennywise yeah, yeah, yeah. and that yeah. religion, and I got into all those and just Sick. went off into yeah. that. Yeah, it's funny, like, I actually kind of took a similar path, like, I was listening to, like, a lot of Sum 41 and Blink-182. Yeah. And then I was like... 
oh well maybe I should like go pay homage to like where punk actually came from because mm. uh, all, all the old heads keep telling me this is a bastardization of what punk was then you gotta go back and you listen to like the Clash the Ramones like uh, yeah. you get into like third wave punk where you listen to like no effects and like yeah. the black flag shit like that mm. and uh yeah, it's like a cool little journey to hear all that and like how much politics and like anger was like bottled up into like the first and second waves of punk, and then to have like some forty one and Blink one eighty two where they're like, we're just trying to have fun. Yeah, yeah. and that kind of came from the Descendants too, because yeah. they had like, like just yeah, they had like joke songs, yeah, and they didn't sure. take themselves seriously and yeah. stuff too. And uh, yeah, it's like all like those like Lagwagon and all those fat record bands and yes. stuff like that. They're all from like Descendants. It's pretty crazy. Cool. Yeah. All right. So TV party Patrick, tonight. you got your tune right. next. <laughs> yeah. <Walk up. laughs> I um, I would walk to band practice from my house currently, all the way past St. Dominic's. And I don't know how I stumbled upon this fucking. Oh, that's so cool. I don't know how I stumbled upon this song, but it was playing on my way to band practice, and it it reminded me a lot of Queens of the Stone Age. Just like I'm really, really into that band. Have been for a few years, many years, I guess. And uh, it's like hearing this kind of get like showed me where they got that like "fuck you" kind of attitude that they have now. Yeah, where they're just like fucking up Jay Z's parties. <laughs> I forget what the whole story was but like I think they showed up to one of his parties and they weren't getting let in and they were just being treated like shit so they just started knocking shit over breaking oh, stuff they just fucked shit up yeah and then Jay-Z's like yo chill man let, let me sign you yeah. <laughs> let me sign you yeah they, uh, so now they're on uh, Jay-Z's label boy I didn't know that really? that's super interesting and uh yeah this song oh yeah so, uh, yeah, we do. It's gotta be like mid-70s or something. Yeah. Did you guys also know that Iggy Pop is like an insanely beast mode drummer? Like he can Enough. listen to anything you play. Up, down. He'll listen to any song and he'll just be able to like recreate it. Like he would, he would make like a fantastic session drum. Really? Yeah. He'll just hit it like immediately. And it's pretty pretty crazy because like Queens of the Stone Age and Iggy Pop I think they got together and made an album just recently yeah oh really yeah. holy smokes that, yeah, so, that fly past me so like that it's pretty interesting that they made that connection yeah I don't know just like those guitar tones it's kind of a kind of gave me a new outlook on shit the quest for tone yeah kind of you hear that but, tone, bro? But also, just like, tone? but also not really giving too much of a fuck. Before I, it's just tight enough yeah. to impress you, but just sloppy enough to like. Because I don't like. I don't know, the new, I'm always going back to this new metal stuff. It's like it sounds like good. Like biscuit. Not not like, new metal. <laughs> no, like, yeah. the, the Brand new metal. Prog stuff. Oh, like Prague. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, it's just like it's, it sounds fucking amazing, but, but it's just like it sounds too good. Yeah, some it's of it's like, lifeless. Yeah, because you know? it's like, because when you say it's like, perfect. 
perfect? Yeah, it's just like it's perfect. I don't want to listen to perfect. Yeah, all the, the, time. the thing is, is yeah, sometimes sure, you like to you sure. like to listen to something a little bit more like artis like a uh, rustic, artisanal kind of. You know I, mean? some, some, I want to feel like, like there's a, a player there. There's like a vibe, I listen yeah. to stuff like this, and I can picture the band. I listen to some yeah. newer prog. And you're like this, and it's calculated. Yeah, it's yeah. like yeah. they yeah. could swap I out. Totally it just sounds like a bunch of session players. Too. Yeah. Like you could swap out any of the members, yeah. and it yeah. wouldn't matter to me at all. I, like nobody's think, bringing a succinct vibe. Whereas, like, let's yeah. say, let's let's say Periphery. I know you're not the biggest Periphery fan. Don't know um, them. But they bring this kind of vibe where if any of those players left, the band would not sound the same. But is that? Mm. Also, not what makes a good band is like this well-oiled machine of like members that are playing so harmo- that are creating so harmoniously well that like they are literally dependent on each other. Because like, what if one of those members left the band, and then you'd be like, and if they sounded the same, you'd be like, well, I guess they like. And when what if it just kept happening, where it just kept like these members kept shifting? Yeah, but how many times have you seen that happen? It happens in, in the metal scene all the time. Think, where yeah, people because, are think, dropping members think, and picking other people I actually read this up. in uh, Zen and the Art of Producing by Mixer Man that there are, like, two kinds of bands, and one is, like, what I just described, like, the perfectly harmonious, like, all members, like, just gonna, contribute, just contribute equally, like or there's the brainchild, okay. basically. Okay, sure, yeah. sure. You think and there's, like, a conductor, like somebody... Uh, like, someone who's, like... Yeah, just kind of like directs everything. There's fair. pretty much two. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. I was going to say like... Like I, Tool is an example compared to, well, Iggy Pop. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I think it's just like what you want to get out of the music. Because with this, it's kind oh, of more true. like energy sure. based. Yeah. And the metal is more kind of like mm-hmm. technical. You're listening to... The detail. It's tapping yeah. into your chakras, man. Yeah. Yeah. What do you want to get out of yodeling? <laughs> <laughs> I want to expand my, uh, my consciousness. I, I want to rip that third eye open. My third eye. <laughs> um, Jordan, do you want to play a a, a tune? Did yeah. you yeah. think anything up? that was more pivotal in your uh, yeah, musical what's... upbringing? Mm. What was a song that you can remember from a specific moment in your life? You know, oops, I did it again. Um, oops, I like, did it again. I'm a slave for you. Um, man, that's hard to think. Let's see. Come on, come on. What's one? You know what? Like. He actually doesn't like music. I don't listen to music. <laughs> I'm actually <laughs> deaf. <laughs> I never cared for a one whatsoever. Man, that's like it's it's hard to yeah. think because there's like a. F- it's fucking tough. A few of those. It's yeah. a little thought experiment. You know it, what? It doesn't have to be like yeah. my brain don't work. Like, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't have to be the most important. It just has to be something that you remember from a very specific point in your life. But it also of. has to be the most important. Yeah. If it's not, we're kicking you. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go with fucking, let's see if I can spell this right. Spell it out. I'll go with this one because this was such like, this is, actually, you know what? I'm going to go a different one because I, hold on. I'm going to go this. What does it say, PK? I'm Patrick. Mm -hmm. Uh, Okay, Left Behind by Slipknot because I remember, Slipknot, like I said before, they're like one of those big bands for me. But I remember one time, like, uh, like they, like my my parents, they had like that Sirius radio yeah. in the car. Yeah. And so I was like, can I put on like, like Octane or whatever? <laughs> like Alice Cooper station. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it was yeah. like the rock station or whatever. And uh, the, this song came on, and this is like the first time ever I heard that song. It's like, you know, like that's Iowa by Slipknot. That album's like the I think it's probably like the fourth heaviest like album of all time. Mm-hmm. Something like that. It's fucking like so heavy. How do you rate heaviness? Yeah. 
I, I don't know. Do I don't know. At the same time, on the number one, they had like fucking Black Sabbath, and yeah. that's like compared to that, it's like no. Nah. This, this album weighs yeah. a lot. Anyways, I remember just my mom saying, "Wow, that sounds really heavy," <laughs> something like that. I don't know. It's like I don't You're know. Goddamn oh, right, cool. it does. It just mom. fucking like. Oh. It's just so fucking sick. This ain't the first time I ever heard anything like that heavy before. And then yeah, I think, and, and it's it. crazy because like the one of the main sources of like getting music back then was a little bit harder was like music videos, like having them appear on TV. And yeah, just like oh, much it, loud like, before yeah. school every morning. Yeah, that's where I learned that Alexis on fire, Lamb of God. Oh, cool! It's on in the back. Yeah, that's so good. Oh, you didn't notice it on the back there? Yeah, I, I, like, I saw it before with the injection stuff, but I didn't think it was. This camera setting is really good, man. Shout out to Logitech and Ian Rogers. Yeah, it's cool. It Shout out to Ian it literally for shouting out. Literally Shout out to Mother Earth. It like a piece of toast to uh, Reference previous video. <laughs> this yeah. was one of the struggles See, that we had to endure for the two months that we were here. We just lighting and dad a bunch of different and stuff. Bad video quality. Fucking bad video. Tripping on So when you first saw, like, tripping. the mask, and, you know, the, the smoking porch. Yeah. Yeah. The same smoking porch, man. No, I don't know. I don't do the drugs, man. <laughs> You're gonna burn your finger, man. Look, your finger looks like fucking ground zero. This man's living reckless. <laughs> so, I saw, um, or I heard that you and Fadi were on uh, another podcast. How'd that go? It sounded, it, I listened to oh, it. It was yeah. pretty dope. It was cool being on. Where was it? The walk show, yeah. Put like, and we did like a couple. And so he just gave us, you know, his contact information, stayed in touch with us. And then he said, yeah, yeah, I'll bring you on the show eventually. And so, yeah, it was cool. So we just stayed in touch with him and did that. And it was fun, man. Uh, I don't know, dude. It was cool. I've never done that before. He's got a cutesy pie little studio. Yeah. Cute mic for cute part. Cute mic for Yeah, I rolled back in and listened to his first episode as a, as a way to guide this first episode. So oh, if we really? talk to him, give him a shout out. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. What's his name? Uh, it's called The Walk Show Podcast. A shout out to The Walk Show. Yeah. <laughs> it was fun though, man. It was cool. I think we did like an over an hour or something cool. around there. It was cool. It was a good time. I drank some tea and stuff, man. Nice. What kind of tea are you eating? Fucking nuts. <laughs> lit it up. Yo, yeah. I, I get pretty lit on tea. What kind of tea are you drink? But I don't know, man. I... You give it to me at two more. I just dip a bag in. I spray out <laughs> when I drink tea, man. It's like crazy. <laughs> yeah. I'm okay. Hell yeah. I can't yeah. drink coffee. I can't drink energy drinks. Yeah, I, can, I, energy I, can, drink. I sure can sip on a tea. Sip on a tea, man. <laughs> Time I go to drink a tea, though, it's cold. So I'll, like, I'll make it, and I'll make it hot, and I'll take two sips, and then... I had to do something and then it's cold and I, I always, make it again. And it's I would cold. take one sip and it's too hot, so then I yeah. leave it for like 15 minutes and it's cold. Do you yeah, ever, yeah. Do you ever do the ice cube? Oh, I, I've been no. doing the ice cube a lot lately. No. It helps. Believe yeah. it or not. 
Lauren always Ice tells me to, but I feel like things. it's a bastardization. Yeah, I don't want iced tea. It's not iced tea. I don't want medium it's tea. It's just medium with tea. An ice cube tea in it. Yeah, it kind of. Why are you. Yo, man. <laughs> I put ice cubes down my pants once when I was 14 at Why? home. Why? It's for fun. Was it's, it fun? It, it it was fun the first, like, I got some laughs. How how many From people who? are around? <laughs> how many pets? Three? How many like, pets hey, I'll make you laugh here. Hey, guys, you want to see some weird? Check this shit out. And then what did you do after? You just walked around. They just melted around. I was probably I was like fourteen, so I was probably wearing like black jean shorts from fucking the bargain shop or whatever. Was, <laughs> What's like, your favorite bargain shop? Um I'm gonna go it, this one's not around anymore, but it was called the bargain shop. Hey. It was just called that. I I like that one. And all they sold was black jeans. Black jeans and uh, <laughs> Guy Fieri sauce. That's what they sold. <laughs> Guy Fieri sauce and black jeans and one time I got some headphones in there. Did you get the sauce? Uh, I didn't get the sauce. I, I, I left the sauce. Uh, you know Dexter Holland from The Offspring? Yes. He's got sauce, yeah. hot sauce. I got some at really fucking like Winners or something. Tie-in. He's got to fucking pay off those planes. He's got, he's got nine fucking jetliners. What? You see yeah, those? yeah, he's a pilot, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, he's worth yeah. like 80 million or something like yeah. that. Hey, something Damn. about him. He always sounds far away when he's in every Offspring song. Really? I yeah. I wonder if it's the uh, SM58. Yeah, the yeah, FC58, yeah. It's like, you can, be, yeah. uh, you can be like, as as a uh, uh, an educator once taught us, uh, you can be three feet away from the SM58. What a great educator! Well, yes. he's fucking twenty, man, because he's fucking sounds so far away. Yeah. Now, he sounds like in a cave every time I fucking hear an springs on. Probably just drowns it in reverb. Maybe. Yeah. Sounds the exact same though. Maybe he is in a cave. From like twenty years ago, yeah, he's yeah, maybe he just lives in a cave and he's just like <laughs> the, sending his tracks um, from the cave. He has to live, man, trying to pay off those. He just like writes comes in down. Cave. He like please require. Up on a rope. Yeah, it's a tap on a rope. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoa. Uh, Are they still dropping me? music? Yeah. Uh, oh, they've been fucking saying every time I go on DyingScene.com the last seven years. Offspring might have a new album. They have. <laughs> okay, and they put out a shark a song for Sharknado, and it sucked. Oh damn! Like it's coming out, and that thought. was like two never, years ago. They said the I've album was coming out. Put back down so quickly. <laughs> Dang. It was literally like this. I swear to God, Sharknado. Was he in a cave? What? Sharknado. Sharknado. Let's fucking put it on, man. Look for Sharknado, man. I swear, I swear, Sharknado. Fucking sucks, man. Give it to me, baby. Uh huh, uh huh. Uh huh, uh huh. The fucking song. That's like <laughs> that's like one of their better ones. Oh yeah. The future <laughs> is now. The fucking uh. Oh, the background saying the Billy Townsend bit. But I prove your limousine. Boys will come back to hot go. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll just search or whatever. I don't know how that guy gets his fucking hair up, man. Gel. His fucking hair. It, gel and Believe it or not. Wood. You fucking. Yes. Gel and wood, wood branch. Yeah, that's what he uses to brush it up. Yeah. This maple leaf guitar. <laughs> what? <laughs> you ever seen that? That's when I saw him playing, he had half a maple leaf on his Stratocaster. Oh. The process of finding this song was so long that. Hey, man. I think I'm this is it. What year is this from? 72. 2016. <laughs> 72. Okay. I, I swear it's a great, great year. Let's great. play it. I wow. swear it goes straight. Greater, greater cars. <laughs> Papa John's. Papa John's. Oh, sorry. Draw it out more. Right. 
What? Get out of here. This is why I was embarrassed. Get out of here. This is happening. Oh yeah, yes, I did see that actually. When they traded, uh, the offspring did a 311 cover, and uh, 311 did an offspring. Oh. oh. Oh, Noodles does a guitar slide. I actually, unironically, listen to a bunch of 311. Really? Younger, yeah. What is it about them? Sell them to me. Oh, what is it, sir? <laughs> I, was just I was just like really baked, and I'm like, yeah, this is pretty chill. <laughs> and then you would get a little less baked. You'd like, oh, my God. Why have I been listening to this? You get again. And then you just switch to like regular reggae. Yeah. Regular reggae. Flop, 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 flop. Some Bob Marley, something like that. I want ratchet albums all like reggae. Oh, yeah. That means the Stone Age singer fucking stole that dude's girlfriend. Oh. Hell yeah. Yeah, man. We stole her. <laughs> Josh Holm. Josh yeah. Holm. Hey, you fucking prick. Every time I see you, you fucking prick. I'm not you fucking bitch. Why don't you come up here and fight? That's Dude, right. Get yeah. kicked out, you fucking bitch. I fucking lost so much respect for him when he kicked a chick in the face. Oh, did he? Oh, yeah. He yeah. apologized. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Do that Josh. shit. What are you reading? What are you reading? What are you? Some <laughs> Get your stinking foot off yes. me. Yeah. They fucking sitting so high up. And they fucking just kicked her right off the stage. That was in Toronto. The Virgin Mobile Club. They're banned from playing there. Who? The... Some people just deserve it. Well, yeah, it's like weird to do that anyway. It's dumb. Yeah, like, you don't go up and kind of like that song. Sharknado. Sharknado. What the hell was that? But it's stuck in your fucking head. That guy yeah. owns planes. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's what planes will get he you. He owns planes, man. What fucking horse shit is that? Sharknado. Nice, nice what? Thanks, man. <laughs> <laughs> what are you ever written? <laughs> That's the best when you're gonna make a reference and you can't think of the fucking name. Oh, but I, could, I do that all the time. I hate, I hate that. Sharknado. Sharknado. Fuck you, man. Listen, that song I saw is Sharknado. Stuck in my head like crazy right now. It's stuck in your head, now, man. Can we just put that on one more time? Yeah, sure, no problem. Put it on one more time. Keep it on just Sharknado one more time. How about a Boxcar Racer? Oh, uh, yeah, I love Boxcar Racer. I love that record. Do you? Yes. Did you like plus 44? I'll be there when your heart stops beating. Be there when your fucking soul's taking it wherever it goes. <laughs> I love so- I love plus 44. Yeah. Did you like plus 44? Oh, I loved plus 44. Yeah. Travis Barker had those I to clean drums. Live when he hit Travis Barker's you arm saw him live with that? Oh, yeah. At the Phoenix. With yeah. plus 44? Yeah. Fuck, Ian man. actually and- went on stage and played guitar. Oh, God geez. damn it. Yeah, but Travis Barker had his arm broken. Yeah. He was playing with like... A trigger that would trigger the snare. Yeah. So he was like, yeah. All the cymbals getting. Yeah, yeah. Some crazy shit like that. And then Mark had his fucking bass. It's cool. Yeah, plus 44 is sick. How about Angels and Airways? Yeah. Oh, I I was super, super into fucking the first 
yeah, the four first or five one. records. Actually, you four know what? Four or five, Jesus. Actually, Christ. I like them all. Left? Actually, I like the I like the, the newest fuck? one they did when he just did it with the guy who used to play in like Lost Prophets and stuff like that. Oh, the rapist guy? Yeah, no, not the, not the rapist, but the drummer <laughs> of the rapist. Oh, great, the drummer <laughs> of the rapist. He didn't know it was really about the time. Those, uh, that's but some yeah, fucked up stuff. really cool. They had this really spooky song on there. What's it called? Um, we know a rapist. Just with a spell or something like that. It's <laughs> oh fucking cool. It's, I, I like Amy Eric a lot. It was sick. Okay, yeah. how about um. Ah, oh, shit, I lost it. Ah, shit. I what? lost There's it. No oh, to 30 shoots. seconds to Mars? 30 seconds nah, to nah, Mars? I, like I saw them. Oh, fuck me. Was they... there anybody else like that, like in that Jared Leto sense that had a, like, a Dude, band that's so, like, successful <laughs> as well as someone as an actor that's like also as successful? Ah, oh, man. Fucking thumbnails but... for those videos, man. They look like fucking movies. I, I know. Helmet it's on. it's <laughs> ridiculous. That, their music was fucking shite. Matt Watcher, their bass player, who played in Angels and Airways, used to play in 30 Seconds of Mars and then swapped over to that. I feel like there isn't much a much of a difference really? between the bands. Never, I heard but I've, I actually on. never really listened to Angels and Airways. I don't know why I'm saying that. What's an Angels and Airways song? Put one on. Oh, uh, what's it? One of my favorite? Okay. Oh, uh, hold on. Uh, Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Fuck. He's slipping. Which one should I do? I don't know. Oh, uh, The Adventure was the first one I heard. Yeah, The Adventure. That one's sick. His vocals, I love what We they, all know the adventure. The adventure, yeah. I love what they did with his vocals, man, on those first two records. This was actually a... Uh, they sound a so good, good. Because when Plus 44 came out and, and The Adventure came out, like when yeah. Heart Stops Beating and this, this was like the first two songs, the first two like breakthrough songs yeah. of their own like accord that they were that they came out with yeah and it's interesting to see that how this branched off from the self-titled blink album yeah you know what i mean like this vibe came off because you can notice it's, it's it is similar it has yeah. similar elements to the self-titled vibe uh-huh. and uh plus 44's album also has that yes but, but they to hear the independence is really cool I yeah think. i think so you know what the interlude on that plus 44 record remind me it remind me a lot of like the cure or something like yeah. that, like Mark's baseline. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And more like it had like this weird like I don't know, this used a lot of cool like different like modern kind of poppy sounds to it as yeah. far as the instruments went. Plus forty four. But Is this like one of their first songs that came out? Oh yeah. Yeah. Look at him looking off into space. He's like he's like <laughs> Was this like off their first record? Oh god! What a way I can't alive! <laughs> I believe in UFOs. <laughs> yeah, when he got abducted by aliens and they brought him back down to Earth, and they're like, spread the message. <laughs> Look at just Jupiter in the back, yeah. and the planets keep See, changing. That's Adam World. Look, now there's Earth. They're just. <laughs> These guys travel. <laughs> the planets just keep changing. That, that a drummer. Look, has, look, now there's Jupiter, and you'll just see Earth just oh, randomly. Oh, just angels appear. and airways. Yeah, yeah. Uh, has he discovered a UFO yet? He just he's said something in, about that. Yeah. Now they're going through a. a oh my God! Is time actually, warp. Is it? Is he actually in a UFO? In this yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's like wow. a spaceship. Do he just keep cycling. Has he read his own book yet? To the stars. Yep. Got it. I'd like to spend two hundred dollars. This Cialis commercial. <laughs> See, it's like that in the field. Fuck. Yeah. Where's Tom Boner, man? Yeah, right. That those. Scenes. My days, <laughs> Fuck, man. This record, though, man, it's so good. Really, dude. Fuck. In- 
Yeah, it's really it's really good, man. And I was th- we were just talking about so this while smooth. you were gone. It was uh, Plus 44's album on this album yes. was like the first oh, releases they made independently. There. Yeah, I was just going to ask Jordan if he, when they all went to do like their own projects, did you follow all? I like didn't become a boy. fan until 2011. They were. I was like in fifth. In why, oh, that's why do you weird. remember that? That's weird. Why do you remember <laughs> 2011? Because I remember. I get to. I saw them. They were my first show, August 17th, 2011. So you went Tuesday. to see them without really listening to them. Actually, yes. That's how I got into them. Because <laughs> it was really Damn. weird. I, I went home uh, from my dad's, and then my, my mom, my stepdad, there in the time, and my stepdad was like a big like Blink fan, and you uh, saw him out going, and he had bought me a ticket, and he. And then that night, I saw this to like take off your pants and jacket. What did he say? Man. Jordan listens to all these bands with numbers in their names. Yeah, and like, <laughs> he kept making like. <laughs> so then I just agreed. I'm like, yeah, that's what they do. They jack off or something like that. I don't know. Or whatever. Anyway, <laughs> these guys jack them. off all the time. <laughs> agree with them or, or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, yeah, this, yeah they do that, mom. Not do that. Yeah. <laughs> what if you yeah. agree to something horrible? But like 2005. I was, Makes for an interesting story. <laughs> something. Yo, yeah, remember when you're a kid you just actually don't know shit? <laughs> remember when you're uh, 26 or 27 still don't know shit? No, we know shit. Yeah. I used to there was a, a kid. I run these I didn't I didn't <laughs> used to do this. This this happened one time. I was probably like eight and I took a CD and shoved it on my fingers and then it just got stuck there. Oh, I did that too. <laughs> Roller so Coaster Tycoon funny. on the CD you for the cereal box. You don't oh, know shit. Bro. Yeah. You don't know shit. And we had to break the CD, and I was so pissed off because it was Roller Coaster Tycoon, and I, wa- oh, I didn't, didn't break it. Why didn't you butter it? You know what I did? Buttered it? Yeah. Did you butter it? Yeah, I buttered it. I just got butter, and then I had to spin it like this, oh like a God. screw, <laughs> to get it up. What'd you just say? You missed the conversation? I dropped my phone. I got distracted. Oh. <laughs> is it okay? Yeah, it's, it's already. What kind of phone What is killed it? skate punk? G7. What killed skate punk? Oh, let me yeah. tell you from like a 40-year-old fucking Is that a plane? A G7? <laughs> I've seen like eight of those videos now. What killed? It's fucking. No, dude. Finn McKenty, though. He, he's, he's dope. Like, his content is dope. Oh, yeah? like, he does all these, like, videos, but what he's, like... Uh, like a marketing guy in like the industry who I does like tell. a lot Look of like clickbait that um, fucking dude yeah mm-hmm. he's totally like he does like marketing for like GGD and, and I'm not like, saying it's bad uh, exactly. JST, I would probably I think click Joe, on like, that because I'm like, an idiot drums like the really tempted Joey Sturgis tones and then he a little bit but he's also like apparently he's been like a marketing guy for like I did fuck what was it apparently he's been like a marketing guy for like Febreze and like Abercrombie and Fitcher like something like that yeah so he's been like. Yeah, like a, a marketing guy for like those all those kind of companies and shit. So how do you become a a marketing guy? I don't know, but he, apparently School, he's I like yeah, I know yeah, about the market. Yeah, I've seen a couple of videos where he like <laughs> I know yeah. I know apply for the market. The markets. <laughs> but I mean, if he like made that, I'm here shit, to apply for the market. It's crazy. Yeah, I'm here to apply for the market. <laughs> You're sorry. Are you like talking about kids? Is that what you Red call rocket? him? A rod? Yeah, fucking <laughs> Rod, man. The guy's got a like Rod. Rod Stewart? Yeah. <laughs> you got Rod poking out, Stewart. man. And he had a big fucking erect dick laying on the floor, and it was all red and shit. And I looked at my mom, and like, I looked at my mom like, hey, Hummer's bleeding. I oh was bleeding. Dog's, God. Just, yeah, Dog's like, doing a, a thing. Yeah, Jesus Christ, man. And she's in there like, it's got a big old dick boner. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he was doing. 
Think about fucking, I don't know. Angels and airwaves. But it's funny when you think about the dogs. Like, I just thought like some dopey person just going like. Yeah. <laughs> with their like mouth though, with it just like yeah. <laughs> When's dinner time? Yeah. Oh, oh it's me. dinner every time. Oh. They whack themselves off and they suck their own cock, dogs. You ever see that when they fucking suck in their own dick? I don't know, you just <laughs> 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 like, like Jesus <laughs> Christ. Dogs seem to be the fuck, man? So what we can deduce is you've had horrible, substantial trauma due to this dog boner. Yeah, very bad. I think grass are bad. Oh. What? Here? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm fucking intrigued, man. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to hijack it with fucking gross shit. No, yeah. don't play no gross shit. No, no playing of the gross <laughs> shit. I don't play gross shit. Gross. This is how you go to jail. This is how you incriminate yourself. <laughs> For sex, <laughs> I am not coming. Uh, <laughs> 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 that was to catch a predator. Yeah. Oh, fuck. I that was, was so hey, funny. Oh, <laughs> I was thinking what about that specific scene at work the other day, <laughs> Just and I spit on my own lips because I was trying to hold the laugh in. Oh, you know, I'm, I'm surrounded. Yeah, I'm surrounded by people that are like way too serious, and I'm like, if I laugh. They might fire me. <laughs> oh, I know. They're like, what? What's going insane? on? <laughs> yeah. Oh, so, fuck. Just I just said it like out loud. I started flexing my arms like this, and I'm like, <laughs> nobody look at me. <laughs> <laughs> like, are you going to explode? you take off? <laughs> you're just like, and then your lip you're, quivers you're, a little, like. Yeah, you try to say something. You're like, <laughs> you just like kind of walk. You like turn your head and, away. But if anybody, panic. if anybody talks to you, you think about it twice as hard, and yeah. it gets even funnier. Yeah, what are you doing here for six? I'm not coming. In the back of your head, he's trying to tell you like how to do a T4 slip or some shit. <laughs> six, I'm not right. coming. Taxes, taxes, taxes. Your brain, oh. your brain is the ultimate saboteur. Yeah, it's just like, okay. You're going down, buddy. Oh, man, yeah. that was so. I yeah, howling and laughter, dude. I used to do that at Walmart because I put my earbuds in. I fucking just work carts all day. And I used to like open up like this and like fucking with the doctor. Some of them are fucked up though. I know. Did you guys have so funny the mechanical yeah. cart operation? We did, but we only machine. used it for a few months and it broke down. We just, <laughs> we just pushed it around. Pushed around, I found easier. Uh, well, that's mine. That's the Motorola Razor, I think. I don't know. What he said it was the G7. G7 Razor. It's pretty cool. Something like that. I cracked it within the first few days. Oh, wait. That's my phone, it, isn't it? It broke. But, uh, <laughs> it is now. No, no, no. Like the same <laughs> phone that I have. <laughs> oh, well, you got the I thought you had the, uh, the Razor phone. I have the You have the Razor? Everybody's got the Razor right like now? Similar. No, I got the yeah, Essential phone. Oh, They're out of business now. Essential, yes. I didn't know. it's amazing. Is it bezel-less, though? I think Samsung. Samsung Sorry. does the G's, I'm right? I'm distracted by this phone. <laughs> I don't know. I want a Pixel 3. I think so. G6 or something? Yeah. I had known nothing about them. Neither. I've seen them. But a I bunch. like their cameras. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they're really nice. The Huawei P2, though. P20, sorry. P20. It's pretty cool, man. I, I don't like the name of it. I know the name. <laughs> the name's a little... Uh, it's it's a little foreign. Yeah. I did, I did well, this I thing. Weird, like RBC ad. Shout out to the foreigners. But it's but it's like got like four cameras or three cameras, and it takes low light photos. Like there was a flash it's in the weird. room, it took a but nice poop balanced, point. and it's not like noisy at two all. Conversation shouldn't it's pretty happen. Cool. I think we've got. What's the fucking ad? <laughs> I'm talking to myself. You two are talking. This guy's nice talking. Though, it's shiny we'll let stuff. them commit. Commit, guys. Just commit. Oh, it's wrapping up. <laughs> Hey, cool, sorry though. to interrupt. I'm do sure it. it just sounds like I, I chaotic. What's that? What do it. <laughs> do what? Do it. Huh? Do, do it. it. Do what? Do it. 
Do it. Yar. Do it, man. Do, okay. Do it. Do, do it. Hey, hey. It's fucking. Do it. Hey, why don't you do it right now? Don't hesitate. Do it. You're trying to fuck with me. Don't hesitate. Just fucking do it, okay? Pretend. Here it comes. Like, just Probably do it. Like Impersonations. Impersonations? <laughs> Who am I impersonating, huh? I don't know. You tell me. Oh, no, don't hesitate the question. <laughs> fucking say it. Do it. Dude, Ask I'm... it, I. <laughs> Who are you impersonating? I don't know. I'm blown away. I don't like... know what you guys are talking about. <laughs> you fuck. You're voices. the one talking. <laughs> um, uh, okay. Just like on the walk cast, I also agree you could be <laughs> the, the greatest voice actor. The walk cast. That's what it's called, right? Oh, that's right. Yes. Yeah. A walk show. Yeah, I believe. I believe. <laughs> yeah, the walk show. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah. Uh, walk, yeah. I believe he mentioned you should be a voice actor. Yeah. I don't know where, you, where do you start with that stuff? Huh? Uh, you studio. just start recording lines like that. <laughs> I've got a fucking my pulls <laughs> If you can just pull them out like that, Dude. you just sit there and record lines and then just post. Do three hundred of them. 300? Yeah, 300. Just do like some Give one, take. one shots. And then just dump them everywhere. Yeah. Dude, Waze. What, on like SoundCloud? The app? Yeah. You can record your own voice for the Whoa. GPS. Really? They give this you like a list smells. of... Oh. <laughs> I know Terry Crews does a... Uh, I know Terry Crews does a uh, like voice acting on it. It cleanses your palate. Smells like vanilla. What about my inside palate? What about my inside Fix palate? it. Okay. Yeah. Fix it. Fix uh, your inside so palate. Yeah. Would Fix. you? Is that something you'll pursue? <laughs> I, I I guess. He's Start got some footage of me. You got some, already got some recordings of me in my first voiceover. Yeah, we're there. actually putting it in uh, one of your songs. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I heard about that too. You just stood there and did random shit. Yeah, the mic. we got this cool yeah, microphone. Like that Adam got it, and That's it's so a funny. it's a harmonica. It it's labeled as a harmonica microphone, but the way it looks like is like one of those. Just like handheld, it's just like a circle that you kind of just hold. Dude, and I it was just kind of looks like an like a like an old like ra- like a two way radio kind of thing. I was trying to make one of those. Okay. And uh, it so gives, how does gives that off, sound? What kind of it, sound? It is just that? gives it like literally like an old dirty. radio kind of dirty oh, okay. vibe, and okay. it's and uh, it's it's a little bit more clean though. It's a little bit more clean because it's like you know. Oh, it, we're, but we're still dirty. It up. Well, like we're it's what I mean. It it's like it's it's mid range focus, but dirty. but it has doesn't have a lot of high end, so it gives it that radio because of like old radio kind of when you hear that effect like with an eq it doesn't have a lot of high end so the mic just doesn't have a lot of high end so naturally so when you put like it in a mix it just sounds in a like truck yeah, calling to another yeah. truck yeah and he was doing like a an impersonation of like women's wrestling like oh, i'm supposed to susan right straight in a cunt and yeah i don't know just like someone there you're doing like sports announcers for like baseball and like wrestling and she's like wow john gibbons takes her shit on the fourth i remember that game i remember that game yeah remember that one he's fucking in the background like he matters. <laughs> fucking piece of shit. That's hey, John Gibbons, you listen to this. Fuck you, John Gibbons. <laughs> Yo, you smoked him. Hey, fuck you, John Gibbons. What are you doing over there? Are you fucking CSI? This guy over here, he fucking, he's fucking a PI. He's a PI. Get he's, him. He's, he's, he's recording I was, something. I was going to just tell Ian to look at his cellular telephone. Yeah, well, I'll look at mine, too. Mm, don't see nothing. I don't have your phone number. But... I was looking to make one of those harmonica microphones out of an old school telephone. Like a rotary? 
just out of let me show you what I'm talking about. <laughs> so you get your dirty dirty effects. Oh my god. <laughs> you unscrew it. Alright. Following mm-hmm. along? Yeah. You drill it? Uh-huh. With your pecker? <laughs> what? <laughs> just stick a you, audio jack in. How there? is the audience gonna know what you're showing me? <laughs> I don't think right it works there, like this is personal. <laughs> this, is, this is personal times. Yeah, it's a personal check. But yeah, it seems seems very very easy to make. It's not really that interesting to look at. I don't know why I'm showing you. I should show you. See, I I ch- I choose to go the more traditional route of oh. taking a can and a string in a can. That you can pretty <laughs> old school sound that way. You, you know, like when you're um, when you're. Dr- it's more of it's not like a truck to truck kind of sound. Yeah. It's more of like a wagon to wagon. Nice. I love those. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. I remember when uh <laughs> when the pioneers were traveling across the west and they used to communicate can string can between for sure, the wagon. For sure. between the wagons. Fucking Mennonites still do that. They're fucking 35 years old. Still what would you imagine? Who gives what would you hey, imagine? Hey, there's hey, there there some Mennonites that, that, that cheat. They, or I don't know if it's cheating, but they're just. They go to Walmart. And they drive minivans. Oh, yeah. That's oh, yeah. They're fucking fake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're, they're allowed to do it as long as it's not flashy or like something like that. So it's just black. Some they just drive black everything, right? They just, they're living the life. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think they pay tax. Apparently they're allowed oh. to just cheat and have electricity and, and cheat cars. on each other. Really? With their siblings. With their, yeah. <laughs> yes, their what lucky people. <laughs> oh yeah. They just bang away. It smells great they want. out there too. Yeah. Maybe you drive through like I don't even think that's the animals. Areas. Mennonite country. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> I think that's coming straight country. from their house. <laughs> it's coming straight from their house. Yeah. No country for old Mennonite. No yeah. country. <laughs> that's yeah, a YouTube series waiting to happen. Man, fucking Mennonites, man. When they're fucking on the side of the road driving they're with their big horse. Oh, I yes. remember one time I drove into like a, a Mennonite town, yeah. and I went into this convenience store because I needed to buy like a lighter, or like whatever. But um, the inside, they like made their own flour and clothing. A lighter or whatever. Yeah. So like, I think it was like a lighter. <laughs> yeah, I needed like cigarettes or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. And um. I remember they were like making their own flour or whatever. Everything was like just handmade, all the clothing. Like they had some like bonnets and shit like that, like straw yeah. hats. Keep driving down the road. And then there's literally a line on the opposing lane of maybe 20 children just on little small bikes, just in like single file, just <laughs> the other way. And I'm just like, holy shit. I drove past. There's the school and they're like, teachers are just waving them down. All came from the same moment. Yeah, all came from... That's horrible. That's so weird. <laughs> uh, when I was working at John's Nursery, um, I guess they drove down one of the streets because we worked out in St. Jacob's. That's where the shop was. And guy turned the corner and a wild horse just like ran down the hill and he fucking drove right into it. Killed the horse. And uh, the Mennonites weren't very happy about that. <laughs> Holy <Dang>. shit. <laughs> Smash the car up. Like the truck of got, course. The truck got fucked <laughs> of up. Course. Cop had to come and put the horse down. Oh, right. horse laying there right with on the spot, man. Twitching. Just fucking blew. Just fucking blew it. If if this doesn't go to show the audience how Ontarian these stories are, oh, I never man. really oh, think about will. that. I never really. So think Ontario, about Ontario. Oh, the goose, so or the, the geese, <laughs> the goose, <laughs> the goose. <laughs> 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 
They walk amongst us. They walk amongst us. Not they right now, thank us. fucking God. Fucking shit animals. I hate Guys, them. guys. I hate, hate everything. They are a national treasure. I don't give a shit. We need a new one. What would the... We need a new one. The loon. What, yeah. <laughs> what would our <laughs> national... Beaver. Always. What about the elk? I was thinking. I'm thinking of all. I'm thinking of all the money animals. The caribou he kills every I, elk. I was thinking. Yeah, yeah, he's a squirrel. Oh, he's fucking killing <laughs> elk. He doesn't. He's not on a podcast. No, just those nasty garbage squirrels. Garbage. That's squirrels. what I hate. Garbage squirrels. Those would taste disgusting if they're garbage. Yeah. Garbage squirrels are garbage. Have you had squirrel brains? Oh, but you'd want squirrel. You'd want like a triple no star. I still have no brains. Squirrel. I don't know. I'm not really like. <laughs> I don't really care how. You. You want squirrel brains? <laughs> I'm not gonna get into it. Are you I don't still Ian wants uh, squirrel brains? Are you man? are you um mastering and producing songs for them? Yeah, so we just yes. got like one that uh they've already recorded and I'm just working on the mix. Cool. Gang get it vocals. out to them pretty Does soon. Does it sound yes. great? Very I cool. think I it's pretty bad. <laughs> I think it's pretty bad. It'll come at you live from Dave's one oh five you're fine. 105 point rod, baby. 105 point rod. I don't, how do you dial it? Dial it rock on the phone. Rock. <laughs> but yeah, it's, uh, I think it's, I think it's going pretty good. Cool. I, don't know. I listened. To fun recording of it. What, what's yeah, that? It was, like, yeah, cool. What's the last song you guys put out? Lost days. So. Yeah, lost days. That right. That's right. That shit sounds awesome. Thanks, bud. Yeah. Got the video for it and everything. Yeah, the fucking vid, man. Yeah. Some got it on the tube. Got on the fucking tube, man. Let me tell you, I just put it on that tube and I just slapped it down. Put it said, on hey, right now, man. That's yeah, what it's gonna be. Do you wanna do you wanna showcase show your song to the rest of the world? Expose yourself to All us. nine of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All nine songs. I don't even think we have nine. <laughs> think we have four and a half. <laughs> oh, hey, where am oh, I'm supposed to be looking here? Yeah, where Wherever do you want the screen? I'm looking works. on the <laughs> thing up there. Yo, bad motherfucker, want you back to this? Thanks, man. Bad motherfucker, but yeah, that that last tune, it sounds like nice and inspired by like. Thanks, sep- man. Yeah, no yeah. problem. <laughs> cool, man. I'm glad you dig it, dude. For yeah, sure. Yeah, thanks, guy. What? It's got what? potential, man. It's got potential. Hey, potential. Oh, oh, hi. Oh, where you running from, Jordy? Where was Fuck. this film? Behind uh, my old school, Our Lady of Grace School. Where's that? It's in, uh, do you know, like, where St. Mary's is? St. Mary's High School? It's, like, a little past that. You go upwards. Down Uh, opposite way, kind of towards Forest Glen. Okay. Didn't you guys say that you got to film in a factory, too? Yeah, that's where the band stuff is. <laughs> in Zach's factory. What factory? How'd you get access the to Zach that? Factory? Zach's, you, uh, Zach the factory. Zach's factory. Zach's man. Like a Lego creature. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> teaching everybody how to walk. Yeah. yeah. We had like an hour and a half to film all this oh, stuff. Awesome. No, they just let us in. There's just at this is wait. They might come in here <laughs> at some point. Place. But they're like, you gotta Any just put our name somewhere, right? If I ask that, they'd be like, fuck no. We kill chickens. You just gotta put our name somewhere, and I, watch this. The fucking company name will pop oh, up because oh, like, Phil, right there. Yeah, I told you oh, they don't make Zach. They make films. And and yeah, it Where did this even play? Go back. Go back. Okay, let's yeah, let's go back to it. Oh, I think his forehead just bumped into the mic. That was awesome. On, did it? I'm sorry. Is it this? 
Oh, I, I'm sorry. What a random <laughs> shot. <laughs> so out of place. It's not Still track. Yeah. Did the... Uh... <laughs> Was, just that, oh, was that part of the deal? Yeah, yeah. He's like, just we'll give us a shout out. Bill Trey. They're like, <laughs> all right, quick, get a picture of it. They're like, just give us a shout out. Like, okay. And then Nick, the guy uh, who made the video, please saw him. Put that There's in there. There's also a deleted scene with uh, the guy who works at the factory explaining what the factory does. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Not to include it in the video. Oh, well, we video. sold the couple and other places that are in need of filtration. We sold it to them. But anyways, whose idea was it to film in this place? Uh, we we're trying to find a place to film, and then Zach said, uh, "My work will probably let me." And then that is such of... a strange thing to suggest. And then someone's yeah. car, like behind, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Right in the yeah, those are, those are nice cars. cars too, aren't they? One, I think one's like a Camaro, and one's some else. I don't know. <laughs> Ian, you should <laughs> give me one like, car name. No, it's something else. Car name. <laughs> oh, I know. There's one oh, Camaro, yeah. and then a Corolla. <laughs> yeah, my mic is wrong with that. Yeah. Uh, so whose whose vehicles were those? Addy's friend. Uh, he just called it a favor. Did he, oh, did he have to advertise them too? Dad, <laughs> we'll put your Instagram stuff you, in the you post. You just put Bill Trek on the side of both cars. <laughs> Trek. Actually, if you. <laughs> Who filmed that? Uh, Produced and engineered. So I was his whole idea. We film uh, recorded it at a. At a cottage, he's like, I just want to go somewhere random and record it what? at a That's random place. Wicked. Yeah, so we went up to like a cottage for a weekend, record the whole song in the day. We stayed up there like a couple days, and then a month later, he's like, okay, let's film the video for it and put it out properly. How long, uh, how long did you have to play at this factory for? We were there an hour shooting all the band footage. Holy what equipment did you guys bring to the cottage to record it? Uh, he brought, um, what was the, <laughs> for interfaces, he brought a uh, focus right. He just bought like, and he just bought Discarded. a bunch of SM57s and whatnot off of Kijiji and whatever else he had at home. He brought and uh, Fatty, if he was here, he'd be telling me he uses fucking drum honeys. Cause he takes those everywhere and he puts them on the drums and they kind of muffle the sound, I guess. Yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, we just did it there straight in the living room. That's really cool. That's a really cool idea. To just like take yeah. the people you're going. Yeah. He's fun. Last week about a recording session that I heard happen, where uh, a band for like a, I don't I don't recall who they were, so the, mm. that part of the story is diminished. We don't need. It's a it's a relatively famous band. Um, that's all I remember. But they they paid like a hundred ninety dollars to have a whole record recorded over the course of one night, and they just went to a church with one mic and just recorded that. Oh damn! Holy fuck, dude! <laughs> that's pretty cool. Yeah. How Holy. did it turn out? It was it. It's a massive record. I'll have. It, I heard it on Alan Cross. I'll have to go back to the episode to Easy hear what core. the record was. Because post hardcore, yeah, all all of you guys would know the name. Like I know that much. <laughs> Angels and airwaves. Just Tom Lawrence echoed vocal. What are you the same? I miss you. So miss like, you. how did how did Elicit begin? Begin. Yeah. Oh, okay. So take us way back. Take us way back. Yeah, to take the us to the roots. September of 2016. Yes, when the air was just a bit finer back then, wasn't it, ladies and gentlemen? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. And anyways, so basically, um, 
uh, Ethan, our old Sainer, uh, he... Uh, Your old Sainer? Oh, did I say Sainer? I heard Stainer. <laughs> oh, <laughs> give it those nice little Hershey squirts. Stainer. Yeah. Our old Skinner. <laughs> our old Stainer. little Stainer. Uh, uh, yes, yes. Our old Stainer. Uh, nice. Sounds he, like uh, a great guy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, hit me up on Kijiji, because I've been putting up ads for like three years, looking for bands and Holy stuff. Holy shit. But I swear, three years, I tried out With people, no, nothing more. What? Nothing more. I'm telling you, this city is weird. Uh, it's fucking I, weird, man. That is insane persistence. Yes. Is it the Holy same shit. ad? I would give up after years. like but three hours. But you persevered, and you, you came things? through. Different ads, different pictures. So did you... Different categories, different everything. Did you have people... Pets. Ant- or like message you? Yes, I did. I'd get together with them the jam and they were either... <laughs> Ivan Boone. <laughs> <laughs> you know some shit. What, they were either fucking happened? weirdos. I went to this one guy's house. This was like... Two, this was like two years before the band started. Crap dinner, buddy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Super Bowl was on at the time, I believe. <laughs> and uh, so uh, they the chili dogs. Yeah, brought the fucking chili dogs in the wings. Put them on my back. I just put the sauce <laughs> on my back. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Anyway. Jesus, <laughs> you really took us back. <laughs> so, uh, so and some guy hit me up, and he's like, "I'm from the, like Cambridge area or whatever. I want to start a band. I can sing." I'm like, "Okay, cool, man. Uh, I want to do that too. What band do you want to do?" And he went back and forth. I'm like, "Okay, cool. I'll learn some Sum Forty One covers." What? And, uh, Did you like Sum Forty One before? Yeah, yeah, I liked all those bands and whatever. And and so uh, he's like, "Okay." Avril Lavigne, uh, Chad Kroger. Chad Kroger. I, I saw Nickelback. Right? Daughtry. Was it good? Dude, yeah, dude. I fucking. They write I, perfect songs. They dude, are just. They do. Awful, they're man. fucking good songs, man. <laughs> they're just like. They're yeah, fucking, dude, they're too. Oh, they're too like perfect. Their shows yeah, bring yeah, out yeah, so yeah. many people. It's like a Kendall. Where are all? Their songs where are all like of those Kendall. fans though? They're everywhere, like man. When, but when but the like band's not playing, like where the fuck do they all go? I don't Everybody know. just goes silent. They're like, I hate Nickelback. I know. I don't know what it is, dude. That place sold out in like a day. All of their shows are just sixteen thousand. Fucking amp, dude. It's crazy. It's fucking nuts. Anyway. What's their crowd like? Women. Women. And uh, children. Average people. Six of them, actually. Uh, Women and average like, people. Like and <laughs> 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 you know, just your average lookers. Everyone's confused. Fucking nice, hot dudes. And then uh, there's some drunk lady. Came out. Hey, you're in my seat. No, I'm not. There are no seats, lady. Away. Oh, you had to. You were in a seat. I was in, I was in a seat. I was you just have to right see before Nickelback in a seat. Yeah, it was yeah. like right before. Oh, it's one of those. Oh, man. It's like the amphitheater, right? And they only have that one oh, area. Oh, I got you. I got you. Less than a thousand. So. Before, I just before. Uh, I saw them. Anyways. So, I hit that fucking guy up, right? The GG. Learn a few songs. And uh, I go to his place. He's like, I, I, he's like, I'm 18 or whatever. I'm like, okay, cool. I work out. Perfect. You're legal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, so I go there. And I, when I park out front, um, I see like a blind open and this bald dude. And I'm kind of like looking, <laughs> and I'm like, is that it? I hope Christ. I'm Nick, and it's him, the guy who looks like a father. And it's fucking that guy. And he and said I, he was 18? He said he was 18. He looked like 36. 18 going on 40. I stressed 36, and I we went upstairs to his bedroom. <laughs> he still lived at home. <laughs> <laughs> this bedroom at home. And uh, How haven't I, you bailed yet? I, Dude, I was I was in there, man. I was just like, Kyle just dropped me off. Just, <laughs> All right, I've got no other choice. I got no choice. I gotta be Fuck. in here. And so we went upstairs to his room, and I'm like, you know, we're just making small talk, or whatever. And I notice, I look around his room, and there's like connect, you know, those connect toys. Yeah. You build like roller coasters. They're scattered amongst the room. And on, on, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I forgot was, to mention this was part. Was this the room of a six-year-old? It, it looked like it. He collects monster <laughs> empty. Monster Energy cans, they were on a shelf, 
And I forgot <laughs> to tell you this part. He had three. Wow, those are some vintage. Items. All airborne CDs. <laughs> Yo, yo, this is airborne. And so I, I, I pull out my guitar, and he points at my Sum 41 sticker, and he's like, nice minor threat sticker. I'm like, gee, thanks, man. Like, I didn't know what to say. I was like, thanks, man. I'm like, so um, you want to play Hell Song? He's like, I didn't learn any songs. I'm like, what? Oh, okay. Did he he was like, what was, to be what was he Yeah, he was there to fuck you. I, I think, honestly, he was on the, he was slow. That sounds uh, like, okay. he was, he was uh, like, on the, he was like, he was on the spectrum. He said a little salt and pepper shake of it. You know what I mean? Jesus. Yeah, just, Lord. just a little tap. Oh, little I was tap. supposed to learn a song? Yeah, and then, like, Wait. we're just sitting there, and he's just showing me bands, and on his, sitting on his bed. <laughs> I like this band. I like this band. He showed me a Spanish, like, punk band that I know hey. that he doesn't know. He that just, band was the Mars Volta. The Mars Volta. I know. Was it? I know. It was, oh, I don't God. know what the fuck it was called. Holy shit, man. Yeah. Drummer from Queens of Stone Age is the one that played with the Mars Volta. Oh, man. Yeah. Mars Volta, that's a band. That's that is a band. You ever yeah. heard? You ever listen to that band? I heard like one song from. Oh, years dude, ago. you should just get into that. Mars Volta. They'll, they'll, they'll blow you. Oh, dude, yeah. Mars Volta. Yeah. Don't yeah. get me started, sir. Okay. That shit is fucking just crazy musicianship. Yeah. yeah. It's like yeah. that is okay. like it's like I don't even know how to describe it. It's like crazy fast. Like their what drummer do sounds like he's they plucked him from the jungle. Like he's just like. It's a guy with crazy just hair, rocking, but he's got yeah. like a good, just like rocking punk around, kind of like hardcore. Oh, really? Like he's just got that good kind Damn. of vibe that he kind of knows, like, like that high energy, like a rock kind of energy. But the rest of the band has this like psychedelic, prog. psychedelic, like Spanish prog kind of yeah thing. Oh. And the the Jeez. lead singer's vocals are some, incredibly yeah, unique. On. What's a good? What's a good like? Oh, uh, Goliath, the Mars Volta Goliath. Sounds big. I don't yeah, recall is, if it's a really is. long song. This one? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It seems to be the one. Oh, a violin player. Hey. Sound that fill track? I don't know. I've never seen a video <laughs> for it. What's that fill track <laughs> at, man? What the fuck? How come they didn't have to do it? <laughs> I hear sound. Oh, there we go. Good morning. Look at that band. Yeah, look at just like so much <laughs> That's going wild. Yeah. Is that guy got electric maracas? <laughs> what is that cost? <laughs> Does he always wear that? No. <laughs> the time signatures too are just so. And, and, and peppered in there nicely. Yeah. Now they do have some very strange music as well. This there. isn't strange. Oh, it's way more, way more. Oh strange. yeah, yeah. This, this, is, this is like this is like the most digestible form of the Mars Volta. Maybe like televisions. Yeah, it's probably that too. Out of all their songs, I guess. But this is like the high energy kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. People can relate to it at least. Like you can imagine hearing this on the show and probably wanting to get pretty hyped to it. I feel like there's some Santeria shit about to go down. Bring out yeah. the chicken, sweat his throat. <laughs> yeah, this is a quite a bizarre video. <laughs> For just a band playing, there's some concept going on. What the concept is, nobody really does. Bill Trap. So did you guys try to, like, 
make a story for your music video? Uh, well, Dan came up with the idea of uh, having someone get chased uh, by if you would like makeup on or just creepy masks and stuff. <laughs> and you, this is just gonna become that was the story. Yeah, it's like, like imagine this: a guy gets chased. Imagine this: <laughs> people have masks on. I don't want to feel when I say this, but imagine a guy gets chased. <laughs> now wait, wait, wait! If I didn't have you there. They have makeup on. <laughs> they, got, they got makeup on, man. Okay, so we can filter it out, man. But like, uh, do you want? I, like a psych ward and shit like that. He's trying to like Shutter Island. And then it kind of just like melded into this. Me getting chased by like my demons or whatever. What are your demons? What demons were chasing? The team? Um, the Red Rocket. The the Red Rocket. <laughs> yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Food poisoning. The guy you who went to jail with. Oh, what was that guy's name? The guy you went to jail with, Nick. Yeah, that's quite a demon to run away from. Yeah, you Nick. hear that? Oh, he's, I think about that all the time. It's you hear that, everybody? If, uh, Nick messages you to play any music. From make sure he knows the songs it. before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, make sure that's the songs ask before. for a snippet at least. Yeah. yeah. Can you play in too deep? <laughs> Didn't play fucking nuts. Did he even have an instrument? Oh my god, he had a mic. I forgot about this, and it was a fifteen dollar Walmart mic. Like I got it from Walmart. Oh, yeah, but it's a yak back. He borrowed it from like <laughs> he borrowed it from like his parents' oh, karaoke yeah, machine. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Mom, can I borrow this? No, we're doing karaoke. Today. Yeah. Jordan's coming over. Jordan's coming over. Come on. He's a real professional musician. <laughs> this is my big break. Don't embarrass me. <laughs> he tried getting me over there like. Fucking again too. Uh, nice. At the end when I was leaving, I'm like, hey man, I gotta get, I gotta get going. Gotta get the fuck out of <laughs> here, man. This is weird. Like, oh, we're friends. I can only eat so friends. much like, salami. Like, you know, I gotta go to my dad's house next week, but after that, you come over. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, man, we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll see. And you never yeah, figured it out. I can just fucking yeah. get, yeah. get back into contact with. Him. I could find him, dude. Nick Torres. Next week's <laughs> guest, <laughs> Nick <laughs> Torres. <laughs> yeah, I'll do some investigative journalism. I'll find. <laughs> no, no, no. Let's not witch hunt somebody. <laughs> oh yeah. We'll do it in private. It's way oh yeah, fun. we'll do it private. Yeah, <laughs> private Facebook. Send it in the Discord. <laughs> yes. So, what do you think of this tune? Is this like too much? Too I like uh, I like the chorus. I like the singing part. What about this? <laughs> Like yes. <laughs> listen, listen to these. Listen to these vocals. Oh, they're done. It's it's tough to focus on music like this when you're in an environment. Yeah, like that's not just headphones. It's, it's true. Fuck you, on. Wow, I can't believe this. I can't believe I like the chorus part like that. <laughs> How can you do that? Sick. So what did you get out of that? <laughs> what was the or story? Song. What was the story uh, that you Whatever saw? you want to speak about. This, I like that chorus. Mm -hmm. yeah, Very nice. How long ago was that? The chorus? Yes. <laughs> yeah, we're that keeping one? track. We have an Excel spreadsheet. <laughs> we do. <laughs> we have a column for all of our guests that's going to say, when did you like the chorus? Yes. When did I like the chorus? And do you still like it? What time? But I, I guess it's got to be eight. I must. It must have been like seven fifty 
Seven. I like the core set. Write that down. I like the core set. My expel, my expel spreadsheets on his hand. <laughs> really expelling. <laughs> yes, I, I like that. Seven fifty-seven. Okay. We're gonna need you to sign a release on that. I'll, I'll sign a release. <laughs> I will. Actually, fucking you're not gonna touch anything. <laughs> gonna touch it. None of this happened. <laughs> oh, it's still going, or is it replay? Actually, believe it or not, this is the chorus. Whoa! What? Yeah, second chorus. Uh, Just kidding. So what number? <laughs> Would you like to revise your answer? 5 p.m. So that's got to be like. Oh, you're talking. You're talking times. So I was. Unbelievable. Interesting. Seven hours and fifty seconds. Whoa! God, he opened a long one. I know you. And I'm when I want to be. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. What's happening like, to him? What have we done? Say like 135. That's when the chorus was. I'm looking for an answer, and you're not giving I'm it to me. I'm looking for an answer. I say 156. Okay. Hey. Pretty hey. So as we as we're getting like sort of closer to wrapping it up, did you think it went pretty well? Yeah. The podcast. Yeah. Time, yeah, I was um, I was a little nervous at the start, but were you going like this, like my Dragon Ball Z charge? Dude, I was uh, <laughs> I was even worried. Uh, Are we sweating? Uh, yeah. Okay. Are you sweating? Why am I sweating? I just have to make sure you were nervous. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I was good, yeah. I wasn't nervous. Yeah. I was just could say he was common ready on the surface. The idea that we've been yeah. <laughs> the idea, the that, idea we've been that we've been toying with for seventeen months. months. <laughs> months. <laughs> it's been seventeen, you fool. Seventeen. It's only been three months, right? Yeah, yeah, only. This is like month number only three, three or like yeah. top of month number three. We're peaking. <laughs> it's only downhill yeah. from here. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Do you guys feel like it took too long? No. No, or do you I think, think it was, was the right amount of time. Well, we we only really we only really met up once a week, so if you think about it collectively, yeah, we yeah, spent yeah. like sure. a, like a week and a half on it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we actually are garbage. <laughs> we actually only spent two hours setting this. Yeah. Up. No, but it was just getting all like the kinks figured out with like the you know, yeah, yeah. Uh, the microphones and all the levels and you know just the equipment. This yeah, table. The internet, the internet was pretty much the. Yeah. Like if, I think if we oh, had got the internet set up setback. a little bit earlier, I'm glad, glad we just didn't like put out something shitty. I agree. You ever put out some shitty thing? Ever put out some shitty? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh boy, I put out the shitty all the time. <laughs> I fucked that up. I take it back. <laughs> I fucked up that shitty. Fucking Shane from Silverstein. I got one of our old demos that didn't sound that good. Was Nick featured on it? Nick, you know, Nick was in my heart. That's all that yeah. He was in my heart. <laughs> he was the... Dude, <laughs> I fucking dropped his name, but I didn't, I didn't drop the last word. The last word. I Whoever no. said that. Whoever said that's a complete <laughs> sad. Damn you. Who do you think answer people? He's got a bigger pain. Uh, what? 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 Who's got a bigger pain? 
who are our guess? options? Out of who? No, just, I just yeah, want them to guess. To send who they think has one. That's yeah. like, like a big one out of anybody. Oh, you're want. speaking to people. Okay. Yeah. He's not speaking to these people. <laughs> he's transcended. He's transcended the analog realm. He's in the cyber realm. Harambe. Harambe? Yeah. Harambe had the biggest dong. I think got shot off. Well, Harambe. I mean, it's, it's his, his dick is not active anymore, but I think he's nope. not active. <laughs> this yeah. member has not been active. Yeah. <laughs> Two years. Interesting. It. Interesting. Yeah. Quite is the it? member. Why is it interesting? It's not. Yeah. That's just one of those filler words that it sometimes you just... Interesting. You just say it <laughs> so you can think of something else better to say. Interesting. You know? Like that That's one, That's rather too. interesting. Uh, uh, interesting. I use mine, so... I, uh, <laughs> That's a good yeah, one. Yeah, all That's of us good. have programmed words, and Jordan just goes. That gets you a lot farther. That's though. an interesting yeah, technique. It's like you're just like. Uh, 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 yeah, that, <laughs> that shows that your brain is working overtime. What are you? What are you? What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing here? You think about it. You know what I For sex, I'm not coming. Oh my god. On that note. Yeah. Who's gonna come first? <laughs> Not me. I I was before the po- oh yeah <laughs> back to talking about how long it took to set up the podcast. Yes. I was trying to think of something cool to say yeah. when we started it today. Like I was trying to think of like a funny joke. And do you want to hear what I c- came up with and just uh, decided not to say? Why didn't you say it? Because scared. Uh, no, I didn't hash it out enough. <laughs> I didn't have the wording down, Pat. Should we? Oh, yes, you are speaking to me. Should we <laughs> just save it for the next week? No, because I'll never work on it again. I think, <laughs> I think you should. I think you should make it your thing. I don't want to do Okay, fine. Okay, well, tell us anyways. Nope. <laughs> yeah, tell us. Next week I'll come okay, in with come a on, real... I just ruined it for everybody. Either, either a real banger of a joke or I'll I, be laughed okay. right out of Hollywood. <laughs> I want to know what you had prepared today. No, no, no. I'll tell you it's gonna, I got to work it's, on this It's joke. gonna be different next week. No, pretty Is much it? be the same. No, it's you just, just like told a... me it's gonna be different. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I was gonna say. Yes. Uh, welcome to the Ape Audio Podcast, uh, sponsored by Twenty Three and You, the only DNA testing service where you pin down your friend and get them to spit in a vial. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Uh, or just yeah. you should have went with that. Should have went with that. Was that good? That was good. Yeah. All right, I'll prepare another one. Should we start? <laughs> <laughs> You're going to get a fresh joke? No, not right now. Next week. No, you need to do one right now. No, I, no. I had a fresh joke for you. I was thinking about this today at work. Yeah, somebody bailed me it. out here. I, for- <laughs> and I, fucking, and I forgot about it. I was going to come in and go, hope you guys aren't prone to cuts because Mr. Sharp's in town. Oh, my God. <laughs> 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 nice. Were they prone to cuts? I don't know. You tell me. <laughs> you, guys feel, you guys feel cut up now? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I feel pretty uh pretty hurt. Pretty hurt hurting hurting hurt from all these cuts. Hurt from all these cuts. Oh that's a good so sound. I'm hurting from all your cuts. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Do you guys want to wrap this up? Sure. Okay. Yeah, man. What do we say to well thanks anybody out there? Thanks for tuning in guys. It was you know, it was a pleasure. Thanks. Hanging out. Thanks. And, uh, yeah. Having you to get to know us a little bit. Yeah, thanks for checking it out. Uh, We'll be back next Tuesday, 5 p.m. Eastern time. Sharp this time. Thanks, Jordan, for coming to hang out. Yeah. Thanks for coming. Thanks, Thanks. Alan, for showcasing your bing bong bowl. That was tight.
Thanks, Evan. I heard you sneeze in the corner. That's all he contributed. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. All right. See you. Bye. Good Thank night. You.